yeah, nigga. I'm still fucking with you. Still waters run deep. Still Snoop Dogg and D.R.E. Nah, nah, nigga. Guess who's back? Steve. Still doing that shit, Andre? Oh, for sure. Can't keep it home a lot Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock You hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block Ladies, they pay homage But haters say Dre fell off How nigga, my last album was the chronic They wanna know if he still got it They say raps change They wanna know how I feel about it you ain't up on things Dr. Dre is the name, I'm ahead of my game Still puffin' my leaf, still fuck with the beats Still not loving police Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease Still got love for the streets Reppin' 213 Still the beats bang, still doing my thing Since I left ain't too much change Still, I'm representing for the gangsters All across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the and I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. Since the last time you heard from me, I lost some friends Well, hell, me and Snoop, we dipping again uh-huh. Kept my ear to the streets, signed Eminem He's triple platinum, doing 50 a week Still, I stay close to the heat And even when I was close to defeat, I rose to my feet My life's like a soundtrack, I wrote to the beat Street rap like Cali weed, I smoke till I'm asleep Wake up in the a.m., compose a beat I bring the fire till you're soaking in your seat it's not a fluke, it's been tried, I'm the truth Since turn out the lights from the world-class wrecking crew I'm still at it, after mathematics In the home of drive-bys and agmatics Swap meets, sticky green and bad traffic I dip through, then I get still I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. It ain't nothing but mohawk shit Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with Whether you're cooling on the corner with your fly bitch Lay back in the shack, play this track I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap Niggas try to be the king, but the ace is back So if you ain't up on things Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game Still, got it wrapped like a mummy Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money Spend time out the hood, take their moms out the hood Hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard Barbecues every day, driving fancy cars Still gon' get my regards I'm representin' for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. I'm representin' for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them counters in them lolos, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Right back up in your motherfucking ass. Nine five plus four pennies. Add that shit up. DRE. Right back up on top of things. Smoke some with your dog. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, wee. Put it in the air. Air. Well, use a full DR.
the track, hit your eardrum like a slug to your chest Like a vest for your Jimmy in the city of sex We in that sunshine state where the bomb ass hemp be The state where you never find a dance floor empty and pimp speed On a mission for them greens Lean, mean, money making machines, serving fiends I've been in the game for ten years making rap tunes Ever since honeys was wearing Sassoon Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me diamond shining Looking like a Rob Liberace It's all good from Diego to the Bay Your city is the bomb if your city making pain Throw up a finger if you feel the same way Straight putting it down for California, yeah
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good morning, ass family. How are you today? Wow, look at that. Voice has been rested. Voice is good to go on a Thursday, a.k.a. Friday Eve. We are ready to party. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what any of that meant. Uh, I, I meant to say just good morning and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Hopefully everybody's having a good Thursday morning so far. I guess it rained last night. Uh, Braddy Kid put a really cool picture up, video of the lightning and stuff. So uh, it, it's halfway cool this morning. Uh, let's see what the temperature is. Uh, let's see. Get out of that. Get out of the games, Arnie. Stop playing games in the morning. Jesus, it's only 77? Holy shit. The high today is going to be 88 degrees? I might as well break out a fucking sweater. Good gravy, Davy. Ah, uh, that, that's right. Falls around the corner since Oreo has already put out a full fucking cookie. Can't wait for all the Starbucks and all those people. Uh, lots and lots to get to today on the show. Last night, yesterday... Just chilled, just chilled. Uh, I was quiet all day. Right, kid's like, what's wrong? I was like, nothing. I just got to rest my voice. She made enchiladas, which helped my voice, so thank you for that. By the way, best enchiladas ever made by Braddy Kid. She should start a business. Watched AEW wrestling last night. Um, that, you know what? AEW, to me, is just, they are just losing each and every week. They had CM Punk and Moxley out, and they got a main event next week, and that's all good. It's going to ruin the pay-per-view, but hey, whatever. AEW is their own thing. Don't listen to, you know, educated wrestling fans about what you should do. That's why I haven't reached out to them yet. Uh, I will today uh, to advertise on the show, but uh, I did reach out to the WWE Waiting to hear back from them. Let's get going today, shall we? Let's say some good mornings out there. And looky there, the first one here. Hangtown Jen is in the house. She says, morning ass, so it seems unless I get up and logged in like normal at 7 a.m. my time. It's California time. Or, yeah, because it's 10 o'clock where she is. I get way busy and forget to turn up the show. Today, logged volume at full blast. Today, I will not miss. Well, good, because you deserve a red pancake for that. When a girl that has a blue waffle and gets eaten out so much it gets raw and turns red. There you go. There you go. That, that, that's simple right there. No more that, that That too. That too. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass, and happy Friday Eve. Let's have a golden day. Derek. My man Derek is in the house. Becca! Becca! Says, good morning, family. Uh, it's Friday Eve. Let's do this. Christopher dodging bullets in that tank he's driving to, to school, getting the kids their education in Fresno. Christopher says, good morning, ass family. Hope you all have a great day. Uh, you as well, my friend. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? No, I, I never said anything about an ancient Chinese secret, but I hope you have a spectacular day today. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. He arrived in the house in Oklahoma. She says, good morning. I think we are out of the triple digits, too. And Kyle says, morning, y'all. Boy, do we have some stuff to get to today, including Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. 
will be in Zekasa. First story, though, today is about this Minneapolis school issue. We talked about it the other day, and the Minneapolis schools uh, are coming under fire because of a new rule they have that says no matter what your status is, if you're a white teacher, you're the first one to get fired. Now, and, and it's all based on the color of your skin. I'm not making that up. Well, the school district has doubled down and is defending the teachers' union to lay off white staff ahead of people of colors because it will remedy the effects. This is their answer. Are you ready for this? It will remedy the effects of past discrimination. Um, no, it won't. Uh, This is part of a new agreement starting in the spring of 2023 between the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers and Minneapolis Public Schools. Part of the agreement was an attempt to reformat how school districts hire and keep teachers of color. You know, before we get to this, I want to talk about something. And this is something that they brought up in Major League Baseball, and they bring it up. When there aren't enough people of color. And by people of color, let, let, let's not trip here. Ain't nobody looking to help out the Mexican folks. Ain't nobody looking. And, and, and this white guilt that's out there, it ain't for the Mexican folks. It ain't for Asians. It ain't for the, you know, yeah, 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 yes. Or the woo, 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 This is all the guilt that white people who have been born in the past hundred years have. Well, I, I shouldn't say the last hundred years because the old people ain't got no guilt. It, it's this generation of 50 and below. My, my generation, Gen X started all this white guilt. And it's what we would call horse shit. I had nothing to do with slavery. I, 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 I'm sorry about that it happened. I can't apologize enough, but I didn't have anything to do with it, nor did my ancestors. The new contract says they may go outside in order to avoid layoffs to a teacher who is a member of a population underrepresented. By the way, uh, Buenos Dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Andrew, hola, mi culo, amigos. Ah, Buenos Dias, my friend. Looking forward to barbecue tomorrow. Um, What if, just what if, and I I talked about Major League Baseball. How they, they've done all these things to try to get inner city kids to play. Uh, I'll be 47 in a few minutes. Zero guilt here. Yeah, uh, happy Friday Eve, uh, hot mama. How are you? They, they've, they've done all these inner city things. They've spent millions upon millions of dollars. And guess what? The kids don't want to play baseball. A few years ago, baseball was having a quote-unquote problem getting black players. Well, this, I, this goes so deep into conversations, and I'm willing to go deep. Do you want to know where I got my love for baseball? From my dad. 
I couldn't wait until my dad and I would play catch, like after school and stuff. I loved it. Now, here's where lies the problem. Due to what a lot of people blame the government for this, and, and I don't care, you can blame the government for this, but the lack of father figures in the black community is something that's not addressed. There's a woman last week who uh, has like, she has seven children with six different dads. And they asked her about it, and she goes, oh, no, this was on purpose. On purpose, you say? You see, if she had seven children with one dad, she gets 15% of his income for child support. And whatever, whatever that is, but it's only 15% of one income. When you have six different daddies, you get 15% six times. The lack of dads in that community, I believe, is... <laughs> oh, Chris says, oh, come on, fathers are racist, you colonizer. Uh, last I checked, no one went through slavery in this country is still alive. Don't say things like that, I'm just telling you. Oh, you oppressor, you. Hell yeah, 29 hours and counting till bar- uh, Terry Black's barbecue. Can I call it that? Or is that racist now? No shit. But they feel this need to fill a quota. And I understand why Major League Baseball is not doing this out of the goodness of their heart. And I'll get back to the school thing here in a second. Oh, man, there's great Major League Baseball news yesterday. I was giddy as a schoolgirl, but I'll save that to when Joe's on. Um, <clears throat> Major League Baseball is doing that so the black community watches baseball because no matter if you're black white chinese japanese anything like that you're gonna watch somebody more than likely your favorite player will be of your race especially when you're a kid because you can relate to that it 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 takes a while my favorite player i i'd have to say dude i i love nolan ryan my favorite baseball player of all time has to be King Griffey Jr. A- a- everything about now, when I was a kid, I would say it was Nolan Ryan because I was a stupid kid. I didn't realize the game. I just looked at somebody and says, oh, okay, him. And people gravitate to that. And if you don't believe me, then look at Shohani, the guy from the Angels. You know, that terrible team, the Angels. Ha <laughs> ha. Sorry. I know that Triple T was logged on and I had to do that just for him. Um, but Shohani, and this happened with Ichiro when he was up in Seattle. Major League Baseball numbers went up ginormously in Japan. People were staying up till like 4 in the morning to watch the games. Why? Because they wanted to see Ichiro. And that's why Major League Baseball did it. But here's the problem. You can't force kids to play a game they don't want to play. And it seems like these teacher unions are doing the same thing. There are a lot of black folks in college, and you know what? A lot of them get good-paying engineering jobs, doctor jobs, things like that. Good jobs. And I'm not saying a teacher is not a good job, 
But a lot of those kids in college want a high-paying job, and I can't blame them. That's a part of this generation that's in college now. They want high-paying jobs, and the teacher's job is not a high-paying job. So now you're going to fire a teacher, possibly, who's been there for 30 years, let's say, all because she's white and you have a new black teacher that you're going to hire. Well, well, wait a second. Why, why are we firing this old white lady? She's got the credentials. She doesn't have any strikes against her. Why are we firing her? And, and nobody's calling this what it is. And this is true and utter racism. I, I, I need to, to look something up here while we're having this discussion. Because these are the kind of talks that I wish more people would have. And I wish more people would understand it. Definition of racism. Prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of the membership in a particular racial or ethnic group. Well, saying that you're going to fire white teachers, that would be the definition, once again, of racism. And nobody wants to say it. I'll say it. I'm not afraid. You can't cancel me. I'm not afraid to say it's not reverse. There's no such thing as reverse racism. Racism is racism is racism. The end. It's like saying that a left-handed person is a reverse right-handed person. No, they're left-handed. It's easy. Uh... The A's with that proper send-off to Elvis Andrews home run against the Rangers and released. Oh, they, they released Elvis Andrews? No, that's not what I'm excited about now. It does have to do with my ball club, though. Um, Derek says amen. This, this to me, it, and, and honestly, if, if I was uh, cursed and had a child, and I was even more cursed and I lived in Minneapolis – because I don't know why anybody would want to live in that frozen tundra. Oh, it's time I homeschool my kid. I understand a lot more now parents that homeschool their kids. And, and, and I'm starting to get it that homeschooling your kids, I've always had a problem with due to the fact that you're really not to- teaching them social skills. They're not around people of their age, peers their age, if you will. Well, let me just say right now, I would rather them learn social skills and things that way from me and taking them out places than this contrived bullshit that's going on in schools now where we force people to like one another. We force people to to hang out with one another based on, well, this little Johnny doesn't have enough black friends. So we're going to put him in this in the African studies class. D- believe me, they do that stuff. And that's not real. Uh, Steph says, I love Minneapolis. I'd be there if there were mountains. Nope. Yep. Enjoy it. And you can have all that cold weather. You can take mine. Take my share of the cold weather. I don't want it. 
I prefer my kids to be in public schools. How else are they going to learn how to deal with their crap in society? See, that's what we got to figure out, Derek. Because to me now, public schools are a nuisance. Because all they're doing now is indoctrinating them that everybody's going to get along. Look, look, there are classes out there. And Derek, I don't know if, how old your kids are and if they've had to go through this. And I've talked about this before on the show, and I'll talk about it until I'm fucking blue in the face. Let's say your kid has a birthday party. Let's say your kid's in third grade. For me, I was, what, 19, 20? Uh, but, But you're having a birthday party for your kid. You realize that if that happens during the school year, and you send little Johnny to school with invites... You better have invites for the entire class. Now, a lot of you are probably saying, oh, well, that's lovely. That is so lovely. Everybody gets invited. Well, first of all, it's not lovely because, A, it's not real. Okay? And I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody likes to forget. Everybody likes to forget when they were kids. I don't. I miss it. I wish I was a little kid still. We have enemies. We're taught to love and get along with everybody, but come on. Look, look, look. We tell the truth on this show. There were kids in our class we didn't like. I've told the story. I had a Valentine's Day where I got zero Valentines. As a kid, fuck yeah, that sucked. But at least it was real. No girls like me. That's fine, whatever. I remember this one girl tried to give me one because, you know, she felt bad. I was like, I don't want it. You don't want to give me one before, so fuck you and your sorry-looking rabbit coat. Little fake rabbit coat, by the way, that I poured a Dr. Pepper on later in that day. (laughs) Got in trouble. Got spanked. (laughs) That's a true story. Um. I would feel, and and the the parents now are in charge of the invites, and the parents have to invite everybody. I would feel like my best friend, my my confidant, my father. If he invited my enemy in that class, to, I, I I would feel betrayed. I'd be like, what in the fuck is he doing here? And I probably would have said that in the third grade. I had that kind of mouth. My parents were sat down by the baseball mom saying, Arnie has the worst mouth on the team. Dad laughed. Mom got mad. Mom didn't believe it until one game where I was safe at home plate and my former coach called me out and I called him a cocksucker at the top of my lungs. I was 12. Bad ride home. That was tough. But, but the idea that all these kids are going to, kids are honest. If a kid thinks somebody's ugly, a lot of times the kids will say, oh, she's ugly or he's ugly. Why are you taking that away from him? That's real. Arnie, be careful talking about Minnesota. Jesse the Body Ventura and Brock Lesnar. Well, Brock Lesnar lives in British Columbia. He has a farm up in Canada now. And I ain't afraid of Brock Lesnar. Jesse the Body Ventura, he's 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 a washout. I'm tired of Jesse the Body Ventura. 
The only thing Jesse the Body Ventura ever did good was this. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. You're goddamn Just right. Like me. Mm-hmm. Hashtag predator. Derek's kids are 22 and 14. Uh, let's see. My friend who is a public school teacher, his wife homeschools their kids, and they are more socially active than most kids because they do scouts, dance, and all kinds of other activities. There you go. That's the way to socialize your kid. Get them involved in that stuff. I wouldn't recommend scouts because usually those kids get beat up. But that's just my world. Uh, Ogre says, Steph, Minneapolis gets more icy roads, which means, you know, more car crashes. <laughs> ah, Iris says they go to sleepovers and parties with friends just like we would have. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Alicia says, I never do that. If my kids want certain kids not there, those kids aren't invited. And that's why I think you're an awesome parent. Because you got your kids back. So his dad says, good morning, Arnie. I don't know if you've already talked about this, but what are your thoughts on the afternoon show on 98 Rock? Um, I talked about it yesterday a little bit, just in passing, because I don't know the whole story. Do I believe it's budget cuts? No, not not from a company that just opened up a brand new broadcasting with state-of-the-art studios. No, I don't think it has anything to do with cost-cutting measures. Um, Ian was let go of the afternoon show. I like everybody on that show. I, I have zero problems with them. I, I think it's a, a, a decent to really good show sometimes. I mean, I've, I've heard it, and then there's, there's parts where I just go, come on. I love Mikey like a brother. Mikey is the only reason I didn't kill dog shit and jerk off. But, um... It, look, it, this is the shitty part. I was asked this yesterday. Uh, didn't he move across the country? It, that's the way radio works. I'm sorry. To, that, that's just the easiest thing to say. I don't believe it's about budget cuts. I, it, I This is pure speculation on my part. But I remember when I went to Reno to do the sports show and I had booked my show at the Silver Legacy, I did it. I did everything. I was called into uh, the general manager's office, and I was like, well, what did I say on the air? Which I didn't say anything there. They were disappointed that I didn't go through them to book the show. And they said, really, that's against your contract, but we're going to go ahead and do it. I don't. I, I. I've heard some things that Ian was doing some stand up on the side and things like that. And a lot of times, radio is very controlling, and they want to manage you. They look at it this way: if you're going to make money, well, we need to make money off you because we're the ones who brought you here. Okay. So I. 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 I think it sucks for Ian. Like I said, he's a good guy. And I think it sucks for all the fans of that show. Yeah, yeah, we should book your show's translation. They get a cut. Yeah, and they didn't have to pay pay for tickets then. Um, we never did that either. Uh, the kids would get sent to school with cupcakes or cookies or whatever. And then for the party only, they wanted to invite. Good, 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 good. Uh, fucking vultures. That That's all higher-ups and supervisors vultures. Yeah. Wasn't it him and Stroke a team hired for that reason, that they were a team? This all seems kind of, <laughs> yeah, It look, maybe it has to do, look, I, I'm, I'm going to take you back. I'm pulling the curtain. Okay, we, we, 
we're pretty much done with this stupid Minneapolis story anyway because I'm tired of talking about it. And we got to talk about the stu- – I, I titled this email, Dumbass Teachers, and it's followed by Dumbass Media. <laughs> uh, from what I understand, it happened a couple years ago. Um, I was talking to somebody in that building. Not going to out who I was talking to. I was talking to somebody in that building that said the afternoon show, whose numbers were phenomenal, were maybe talking a little smack, talking down to another show that's on that station. I'm not going to say which one. I think you can figure it out. It's something that show used to do all the time, was talk shit about other things on the air, except Pat Martin, because Pat Martin is God next to me. Um, and word is, look, this is what they were saying around the campfire. Word is, is that somebody on the show that was getting made fun of was not happy about it and went to the general manager to complain. And the general manager who has to pay that, that show a lot of money went to the afternoon show and said, Hey, you got to knock this shit off. Now, I, gotta, I, I have to tell you the truth. I do not listen to radio. I don't listen to podcasts either. First of all, I, it, and, and look, I'm going to sound arrogant and cocky here, but, well, I don't give a shit. This is the way I have to be when I broadcast. If I listen to radio, I know that I'm better than everybody on that station. And that includes here in Dallas. Dallas has some of the worst on-air personalities I've ever heard. I mean, they open the mic and they don't say anything worth a shit. Well, I'm wearing blue underwear today. Here's Luke Bryan. Huh? I was always taught that when you crack open the microphone, you you either give them something entertaining, some information, news, or public service announcement. You have a reason to open the microphone. Not just to say, boy, it's windy in Dallas today. Here's Luke Bryan. That's what they tell. I'm not kidding. I'm not shitting you. I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, God, this guy's getting paid somewhere around eighty to $150,000 a year in this market to say that. Um... I don't know because I don't listen to shows. I don't know if something may have been said yet again. And this time it was the final straw, and maybe it was just in passing, and maybe people didn't think it was that bad, but somebody got a little butt hurt. Little bald head got a little butt hurt. Maybe somebody's gigantic fat ass <laughs> got butt hurt, and it may have cost Ian his job because I do not buy the budget cut. Um, are you telling me that Ian got Arnie? Holy shit. I don't know. I look, look, so is that, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm speculating here. I'm, I'm 1200 miles away. Look, I will tell you this. Let, let, let me share a story with you. You know, all these cool things that I have like this. There's no Arnie State Show. No. Or. 
Radio.com. Ready, get set, go! The Yardy State Show. Right now. now. You know who that is? That's Mikey. When I started this show five years ago, I went to Mikey and I said, I would like to hire you to do an intro and outro of my show and bumpers in between. And I said, if you want to give me a discount because we're friends, okay. If not, I will pay you full boat. We worked out an agreement. I was paying for these things. I paid for all these things. And I needed new ones. I needed something for the movie review and this and that. And I reached out and he says, I can't help you anymore. I said, why not? Well, Lance, Lance used to be the general manager of that station. Lance was a walking penis. He looked like a, you know how Jorge Posada, former Yankees catcher, looks like a walking hot dog? Well, Lance was a walking penis. And he was a shitbag, too, because he went to Auburn. So fuck him, and I'll say it right now, roll tide. Not only did the general manager go to him and say, you can't do this anymore, but then rewarded him with a bottle of scotch for not doing it. Now, I'm not mad at Mikey. I, I, I was, I was uh, disappointed. I wasn't mad at Mikey because Mikey has to put food on the table for all 58 of his kids. <laughs> he has a lot of kids, man. I used to tease Mikey all the time. Don't get too close. I want to get pregnant. He was like, he's like the Sean Kemp of radio. But I was disappointed because he does great work. And he's my friend, and I could have helped him out too. But, hey, it's okay. I, I understand how it works. And it's only gotten seedier. It's only gotten worse because I will tell you the truth. The people that run radio now have never worked in radio. Warbird, I was hoping you were listening and heard that. Oh, yeah, I can't stand that son of a bitch. Oh, no. Now, you know what? If, if my beloved Longhorns were not in the SEC, I, I, and I do this, there, there's twice a year that I will say those two words together. Unless I'm hating on somebody I don't like and I know they're an Auburn person, then you'll hear me say Roll Tide. That's it. You will not get that in the second week of the season this year. You'll hear, fuck the tide. Hope the tide stays out. Tim in Grass Valley, good morning to you, my friend. Andrew says, and you're so right about radio here. It blows. Blows so hard that even the VP is taking notes. Oh, my God. Oh, let me. Oh, did I? I please let me say I say. Oh, no. Dan sent me this. Holy shit. I got to play this for you. Oh, Kamala is at it again. He eats boogers just like all retards from Auburn. Uh, okay, where did Dan send it? Oh, this is so funny. No, that's not. There's the Paralympian. Oh, God damn, that was funny. Okay, so maybe it's here. It's got to be on the Instagram messages. Let's see how I figure I have to open those. Okay, there's a fight there. Oh, here it is. I found it. <coughs> Kamala Harris. This is a, no editing in this speech. This was a speech she gave recently. We were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. 
So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. Here, we start I didn't. Over. We were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. We were all... What the fuck did she just say? This is one heartbeat away from running the country. The passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. We were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. We were all... There you go. There's Kamala Harris yet again making a mockery of the, of the English language. Uh, let's see. Derek says, hey, I'm from Auburn. No, no, no. Auburn, Alabama. Are you from Auburn, Alabama, Derek? Because that's the Auburn we're talking about. Uh, all right. Let's see. Tim, you sent me something. I'm going to the link. Oh, no. I got the wheel. Okay. No, I don't want to know what's new in Chrome. Is this it? All right, nothing's coming through. You're going to have to tell me what it was because ain't nothing coming through there. Is she having a stroke? (laughs) Cats are furry. They have fur. It's significant that cats have fur. She has turned into Ralph Wiggums. My cat's breath smells like cat food. V Coop. Four score and seven years ago, there were four scores with an additional seven years. Uh, yeah, nope, Auburn, California. Yeah, we're not picking on Auburn, California. This is Auburn University in, in, in Auburn, Alabama. That's okay. No problem. No problem there. Tim, what, did, what in the hell did you send me? Oh, it's on Instagram, a reel? Okay, I, I don't know. Uh, it's a new special from The Rock on the old days. Oh, yeah, da, the uh, stories from the territories. I believe it starts in October. Thank you. Tommy and I talked about that last week. Very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. Uh, but thank you. Chrome, Arnie, I thought you had now. Av- I do. I, I do. And I use, I have Chrome on here. Everything from Mixler, when I click on a link, it opens Chrome. But I'm, I use Safari. So far, it's just easy for me. Uh, she's mirroring her mentor soon. <laughs> we'll call her Sleepy Kamala, and she'll say cool shit like this. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued. Come on. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway... Oh, hopefully he's enjoying his lovely vacation in Delaware. Good Lord. Delaware? You know, you might as well go to Scranton. At least you could go on the office tour. There's nothing in Delaware. Do they even have restaurants there? Yeah, Tales from the Territories. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Thank you, Tim. Uh, If you repeat the line, let me say it again. If you repeat the line, once again, repeat the line, and it's been repeated. 
Where is that one? Um, oh, where where is the one where he reads it and then reads it again? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. It's going to put you all back in chains. Oh, that wasn't what I was looking for. Oh, man. Oh, I, I, I guess I took it out. Cancel that. Let's see. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Hol- Holocaust. Delaware can't even self-deprecate and say they're the smallest state like Rhode Island. They are fittingly number two. They truly are. Delaware, the epitome of poop. Or number two. All right. The left-leaning media. Some networks, they include MSNBC, ABC, and CNN. I, I, I don't know how to read this yet. Maybe we can all figure this out. Finally realized that the Inflation Reduction Act does not actually reduce inflation. What? <laughs> but not until the massive spending package had already been signed into law. Oh, isn't that great that the media was complicit with it and said, oh, this is something that needs to pass. And now they're saying, yeah, it's not going to help. We could have told you this before it was all said and done, but since we're in bed with the politicians here, oh, you know what? I got to play this uh, this this audio as well Braddy kid sent me this and i think this is this is what we call pure genius here um the other day liz cheney was voted out of office pretty much by her constituents in wyoming she lost the primary which means she cannot run for re-election which means she's pretty much dead in the water a lot of people want the january 6th committee to now fold due to the fact that she's the one who set that up. And people are wondering, hey, uh, what's going what's gonna to happen with uh, Liz Cheney? Well, there's this uh, person on TikTok who does news updates and is a straight shooter for the most part. Let's see if we can get her Ray Mysterio. Hey, all. So by now, you've probably heard Liz Cheney lost her election last night by a lot, like literally more than two times as many people voted for her opponent. She has Uh taken all that rage and she has come to the Democratic Uh side of the table and said, I'm probably going to run for president and I hope that you'll support me. Because God knows the Republicans are done with her. And on Twitter, I am seeing so many Democratic women going, yes, Liz Cheney can beat Trump in 2024 and we should kind of put our differences aside and pick the candidate that can beat Trump. Democrats, you did that when you picked Joe Biden. He did beat Trump. Liz Cheney has never voted with even a breath of Democratic blue in her blood ever. Listen. Paycheck Fairness Act, no. Violence Against Women Act, no. Equality Act, no. Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, no. To build a museum dedicated to women's history, a Smithsonian, no. She has already flipped her platform over to be fundraising, capitalizing on other people's hatred for Trump, who are willing to donate to her to beat Trump. Don't be fooled. Hey, y'all. Let me just say, uh, she got stumped in the best part of a lot of her votes from Democrats who switched just to get her epic failure. She, I saw the breakdown of votes. The last place, there were three people. 
that were that were listed here. Uh, the last place guy got 4,500 votes. She got like 36,000 votes. And the guy who ended up winning got 114,000 votes. She got slobber knocked. I mean, she, she didn't lose. She went down in a blaze of non-glory. And she wants to run for president now? On the Democratic side? I don't see it. I'll tell you this right now. I do see something, though. And... Sorry about that. What I what I see, I don't like. Because there are Republicans out there that don't like Donald Trump. Would they be willing to vote Democrat against Trump? Boy, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she can go hunting with her daddy. You know how that goes. Uh, it was a lady that I thought it was a dude. That election was like the Ultimate Warrior versus Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> um, I've said I, I told you what I heard this week or last weekend, and I believe it to be true. California, you are you you're voting on governor this year, correct? From what I understand, and I have not seen any ads because I don't live in California anymore. I have heard that Gavin Newsom is really not campaigning that much for re-election. And, look, here's one reason why. He doesn't have to. He, he doesn't. But we saw what happened with the recall, and he beat that easy. He has enough fucking idiot supporters in San Francisco and L.A. and all the liberal cities in between to get reelected. He released ads in Florida to get his name out there on the national level like it wasn't already. I could honestly see a ticket of Gavin Newsom for president, Liz Cheney as vice president. Now, here's the problem. Everything that reporter just said, will be used in every single ad against Liz Cheney, and they can get they, they can kiss the female vote goodbye. Gavin Newsom, he's a, he's a good-looking fella. But Gavin Newsom, if Gavin Newsom somehow gets elected president of this country, I will be ready to go. And I've never said that about anything. Because And it's not because he's president. It's because America is full of fucking idiots. All you have to do to not vote for Gavin Newsom, you don't have to run smear campaigns. All you have to do is show his policies in California. And by the way, those policies will be bullied upon states. You know, like the policy of allowing homeless people to piss and shit all over city streets. Or his policy that it's no longer illegal in the middle of the street to shoot up heroin. Oh, how about this policy? 
the policy of, hey, if you steal stuff but keep it under $900, we won't arrest you. All you have to do is show his policies. And the American people be like, oh, fuck. At least I hope. I hope they're not blinded for this weird hate of the orange man. You can hate the orange man all you want. His mean tweets, his awful hair, his orange skin. But remember how much gas was when he was president? Oh, let me let me let me let me update that. Do you remember how much milk was when he was president? How about bread? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I thought. See, I I'll I'll, I'll hit you where it hurts. A rise coffee creamer. I remember Rise uh, a few months ago uh texted that her coffee creamer at one time was uh like two fifty, and then two months later it was five dollars. It arose a hundred percent in cost. I'm just saying. Gavin has that fixed. The story here is that the state controller, it's the first time a Republican has had a chance at state office in twenty years. By the way, Arnie, I love what your governor is doing with the illegals. Yep, it's four ninety eight now at Walmart. See? Remember how much it was during Trump? That's all. Look, look. I, somebody needs to hire me as a, a, a political ad analyst or, or somebody. I have no marketing degrees, but at least I'm not stupid. All you got to do is hit people right in the heart. Hey, do you want a junkie living on your front yard? As a part of a homeless camp. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not your front yard. Do you want a bunch of homeless junkies living across the street from your kid's elementary school? Doing drugs there? Under Governor Newsom's ideals, he has no problem with that. Hey, do you want to pay reparations? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I know you did nothing wrong, but you're going to be taxed reparations to uh, make it all good between everybody. Now, let me ask this question. If I pay reparations, which I will not, do I get to say the N-word? Because if I don't get to say the N-word in public, I'm not paying any reparations. That, 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 that's it. You want to buy my vote? There it is right there. Where's the schooner tuna at when you need one? If Gavin Newsom becomes president, I'm ready to leave this country because that makes us no better than anywhere else. Oh, we're fucked. We're, we, we will turn into almost a third world nation. We've got homeless encampments taking over elementary schools and high schools and all that kind of stuff. By the way, uh, Something happened, and 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 I gotta say, uh, wow! Surprise! 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 Now, and I have no problem with this. I just love, I love the fact that people get all broken up and butthurt over stuff like this. But you didn't see this coming. 
you, you, you really didn't see this coming. I know, this is going to shock you. This is going to be shocking. America's $30 billion legalized cannabis industry, which I'm completely in favor of. Hey, I, I, I think it's okay. Is causing an explosion of teenage users. We, we have a perfect sound effect for that headline. Candy-themed products are sold with minimal oversight, increased risks of addition, and psychosis among kids, experts warn. Now, look. I, I was very, very anti-cannabis for a long, long time. Now I'm very pro-cannabis because I do see the benefits of it. I see the healing powers of it. Now, are kids going to be using it for the healing powers of it? No. They're going to use it to fucking get high and to escape the reality. Anybody who didn't think that more kids would be using marijuana... And I've given up the fact that it's a gateway drug because if marijuana is truly a gateway drug, so is sugar, so is caffeine. Let, 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 let's, let's, let's just tell the truth. Cannabis is illegal in this country for one reason and one reason only. Does anybody have the idea? What, what is the reason why cannabis is still criminalized? They have not decriminalized it yet. Why? Is it not more uh, friendly in all 50 states? Stop everything. Stop everything. We have a winner. We have... Gold 49er blooded, but Ogre said it best. Pharma companies, yes, because government doesn't like you taking their pills profit. Teenage potheads affect this country in this way. Those same teenagers are future soldiers that will be put in charge of the defense of said country. It's not friendly because of taxes, because it competes with big pharma. Yes, because potheads smell bad. Uh, Alicia says, and you can't tax it because it's cheaper, more effective, and less addictive than pharma drugs. That's right. All those people, and if you don't think Big Pharma runs this country, I think Big Pharma has has taken over from where Big Oil was, personally. They allowed a product like Oxycontin to come out on the market 30 years ago. And let me tell you, there are wonderful effects that come from taking pills. The pain is gone. It's, it's gone, but it's not really gone. All it is is affecting your brain. And they said, oh, there is no potential for addiction. They knew that was a lie. Yet it took them 30 years to come and prosecute those companies. And all of the COVID shots that this government gave millions and millions, billions of dollars to these pharma companies, what happens to their stocks? Well, their stocks go up dramatically. 
double and triple in some cases, which means rich people, mainly that lived in the Beltway, that have a lot of stock interests in big pharma, got even richer. They went from a 125-foot yacht to a 250-foot yacht in the case of a month or two. But with more munchies, the food companies are making money. My mom's stocks are rising, baby. Keep people doing pot. Hey, look, I don't care. I want people to. It took a, a segment on Real Sports with Bryant Gumble to really, really. I, I was looking into it, and I watched this. And they had this doctor slash professor on from the University of Jerusalem. That's where Jesus played football. He was a, he was a running back. Uh, I don't think this teacher was around then. Uh, but this guy was, he, he was the man who found what THC was. I, I forget his name. Dr. Something, Dr. Muhammad something. Or something I don't know. But he found THC. And they continued to study the effects of cannabis today. Cannabis does wonders for people with migraines or people who have head injuries with concussions. The NFL just recently allowed marijuana to be in a bloodstream of a player because they want to be, Big Pharma is fucking sponsoring the NFL as well too. Yeah, but Jesus didn't play the baseball. Damn ball kept going through his hands. I seriously don't know if I could smoke this weed nowadays. Is it weed? I, I'm not, I guess. I don't know. Before Oxy, there was a drug called Thorazine. That was the reason that Jerry Brown's daddy closed but uh, houses. I think Thorazine is still used in the NFL. Everybody gets their Thorazine shots on Tuesday. Tell me Big Pharma isn't a fucking part of the NFL, too. All the, all the, the pills they give these players. And once again, once again, I'm not upset at legalization of pot. I think it's a good thing. But man, oh man. I have this, okay, I'm going to do this story and then I'll, I'll, I'll save the rest. Get ready because this is going, and I'm changing, I'm changing gears completely because that's what I like to do. I like to keep you guys on your toes. Uh, pharma is extremely powerful. They've had the processing of food change to make us eat more, thus make us unhealthier and overweight so we can get sicker and need medication. Uh, the forced vaccine should have told you that. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, they, these people were going to the government, they, these rich people going, hey, I want my stocks to go up, so you're going to force people to get these shots. I don't care if you don't know what the long-term ramifications are the long-term ramification for me is i don't get a bigger yacht or i don't get another house and i don't begrudge people no 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 i do not begrudge people on buying bigger yachts and bigger things like that but this is dirty this is dirty and gross these people that were doing this are nothing no better than the oligarchs that we fucking got in russia we confiscated their boats. I don't know what's happening to those boats. Are we going to make a fucking fleet of Navy, you know, yachts now? Because we confiscated their yachts because of the war that Putin put them in? Who knows? 
This story angers me to no end. As you know, I'm on TikTok. I do jokes there, like today's joke. <laughs> v. Coop, you sent me this joke, and I've, I can't stop laughing at it. What pirate used to use women as a restroom? Arr, Kelly. <laughs> oh, that one is so funny. Uh, they'll put the yachts in those police auctions with drug dealer cars. I might score one for a few hundred bucks and sail around Albuquerque. <laughs> All right. Last week on TikTok was the Alabama Rush. And you don't know what that is. This is where all these these newbies, and they're doing it all over now. It's all college campuses. The University of Texas has been featured. And it's where girls go and they try to join sororities. It's a big deal. Huge. Okay. All week long, they were covering that. What I'm wearing today, all this kind of stuff. And then the big reveal where they took out, find out where they've been accepted, if they've been accepted. It's a big deal. And sororities do this. Fraternities, they're going through the same thing, but they don't put it on Rush. Or they don't put it on TikTok because it's all about fucking forcing 18-year-olds to drink more than they can. Not the Alabama Hot Pocket. No, 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 it's not that. Um... Hundreds of girls wanted to join sororities. And then there's Grant Sykes. A biological male who rushed all 20 sororities. Now, Grant Sykes is a transgendered youth. I saw a picture of Grant Twiggenberry's. Still attached. I, I, I mean, they, Grant has barely gone through anything. No Adam's apple shaving, nothing. He's wearing, She was wearing a skirt. I was afraid the balls were going to pop out. <laughs> the only one that matters is Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. <laughs> Hashtag Revenge of the Nerds. Uh... Oh, my God, is that what I saw? I saw one, but I thought it was high school and colleges. Uh, it was a bunch of cheerleaders, and the fat one didn't get accepted. No, they, no, no, Grant wasn't fat. Grant, Grant was in thin fella, gal. But Grant did not get accepted by any, any of the sorority. Holy shit! I was so happy to see the outcome of this one. Mr. Arise used to be a chef for a sorority in Reno. Best job ever for a guy. And they would never have been okay with this. Well, all 20 sororities passed on Grant. And, of course, Grant had to go to social media. He had to go out there. And now, oh, it, uh, on TikTok said, I'm sad because I wanted to be a part of a sisterhood. And more than that, a community. Well, I guess the old LBGTBQXYZ plus 
division hashtag, you know, question mark is not a community. I love that. That's great. I, I just read that. And, yes, the protesters were out in force. Hangtown Jen says all 20. So, no, they didn't want to be a sorority that had dreamed their whole life. They just wanted a blanket to apply to prove to sororities would not accept them. I'm guessing just a ploy to get attention and make a statement. First one of the day. Correct the mundo. I'm anti-sorority, but this makes me happy to hear. Oh, I'm, I'm anti-all Greek life. Look, you want to buy friends, you go right ahead. I can make them on my own. But I understand it's important for people. <clears throat> um, there were protests on campus already. This is going to become a national story. I know I'm the first place you're hearing from it because, well, I break all the news. That's what I do. Fuck them. And since they still got twig and berries, fuck them both ways. Does it panty raid on itself? Well, now, I want you, I want you to put yourself in the, parent, in, in the position of a parent. A lot of you are parents. I want you to think that you have a daughter who's 18 or 19 years old, and she's going away from home for the first time. And she's been accepted in a sorority. And she's going to live in said sorority house at some point in her college career. And now there's a guy living in that house. Now, I I don't know this Grant person from a hole in the ground. I, I, I don't. Maybe Grant totally loves men, wants nothing to do with girls except to be one. But do you want your little 18-year-old girl, and maybe some of these girls are Christian girls that have never, you know, maybe they've held hands and maybe kissed a boy, and now they walk into the shower in their sorority house, their safe place on a college campus, and there's one of their quote-unquote sisters with a cock and balls hanging out in the shower. Uh, let's see, uh, what happens to the safety of these young girls? Does that go out the window when the world goes odd? Yes, it does. Uh, Arnie knows you're always on the hunt for a donut prowl for new places. Then you should check out Hertz Donut Company. They have bear claws and other donuts the size of your face. There's one in Plano. All right. That's fantastic. I'll have to try that out. Hertz Donut Company. I'd fuck it a dick's a dick. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh-uh. Uh, Pi Gamma Guy. So there you go. But get ready for this. This will become a national story now that the transgender was not allowed to join a sorority, and it's his right to, even though you don't have the right to do that. Just say. I'm just saying. All right, last thing here. I'm going to do this one with you. Uh, I'll go one better. I'll put myself in the position of that parent. The mom of a son who's going to pull this shit? No fucking way. No son of mine is going to make a mockery of what others hold sacred. 
You want to pull that shit? You, one, remove your man parts, and two, pick one fucking sorority, period. But you can't use period because they don't have those. All right, monkeypox is the big national disease now that we all should be worried about. And this story, holy shit. Jesus Christ. I'm going to read you the headline first before I share this picture with you. Um, A German man who has monkeypox whose nose started to rot because his undiagnosed HIV and syphilis left his immune system ravaged. Here you go. All you got to do is scroll down a little bit and you can see this thing. Let's see. Warning signs. Fever, headache, muscle aches, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion, and monkeypox lesions. So it's like the flu, but you get bumps. Wow. Maybe, I don't know, maybe try seeing a doctor. I mean, you've got undiagnosed HIV that you're spreading. And syphilis. Lovely. (laughs) Hoker says, I'm going to regret this. You might. Have you ever seen those pictures of, like, uh, frostbite? Hooker says, oh, fuck, fuck, why did I look at that? That's rough. By the way, I love in this picture that they blacked his eyes out because they don't want to give up his identity. (laughs) This motherfucker comes walking down the street with that thing pointed at me. I'm going the other way. Swoosh says, that's what happens when you fuck monkeys and gay men, yep. With mushrooms growing on top. It looks like a barnacle from the ocean. Oh, God. So she could have cut off the middleman and fucked a gay monkey. I mean, I'm no fan of the doctor or going to said doctors. But once I notice, you know, I've got these monkey pock lesions starting to show up. I might think about going in. Maybe. How long did it take to get that way? Well, since monkeypox has started. They say his white blood cell count is as low as someone who has AIDS. Necrosis, where tissue starts to die, is usually caused by an infection, which can be better fought off in people with strong immune systems. Jesus criminy. I mean, I, I mean, wouldn't you, like, like, like I, I, you watch Dr. Pimple Popper. See, here's the thing. Once I notice that I have some sort of weird bump or something going on on either my forehead, that's the thing I don't get on Dr. Pimple Popper. You know, people walk in there and they look like fucking unicorns. And it's taken a while to get that way. And they finally going to get it taken care of. Oh, I think he lost his sense of smell a long time ago, Jen. Dude, lepers are looking at that guy like, ooh, fucking gross. He won't be on Dr. Pimple Popper. That's one case where she'll say no. How did he let it get this far? Once he started noticing, like, oh, shit, my nose is rotting away. 
I better see somebody. Yo ass better call somebody. All right, all right. Enough grossing you out, creeping you out, and bumming you out with the news of the day. We'll take a break here. When we come back, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be in the house. Now I'm lying here with Linda on my mind. And next to me, my soon-to-be, the one I left behind. And Lord, it's killing me to see her crying. She knows I'm lying here beside her with Linda on my mind. Yes, I know that I once loved her and I place no one above her and I never thought I'd ever set her free But it just wasn't in my plans The way Linda squeezed my hand The first time that I held her close As she danced with me She said, I've loved you for a long time But you're married to a friend of mine And I try hard to never let it show But my love for you is stronger I can't hide it any longer And so I thought I'd better soon to be the one I left behind and Lord it's killing me to see her crying she knows I'm lying here beside her with Linda Sank into your dream 
Pancho was a bandit boy His horse was fast as polished steel He wore his gun outside his pants For all the honest world to feel Well, Pancho met his match, you know On the deserts down in Mexico and Nobody heard his dying word But that's the way it goes All the federalists say They could have had him any day They only let him slip away Out of kindness, I suppose Lefty, he can't sing the blues Ended up and left his mouth The day they laid poor Poncho low Left he split for Ohio Where he got the bread to go There ain't nobody Show here on a Thursday, aka Friday Eve. 
Each and every Thursday, each and every week, we have Lake Tahoe Drew Murphy on the program. Uh, probably starting next week, I think we got college games. We'll start picking games then. Let's give them a shout right now. Got some sports to talk about and back-to-school stuff to talk about with Joe. Oh. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. How are you, buddy? Hey, my man. How are you? I'm doing great. How's the sound coming through? Oh, sound is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's like you're sitting next to me. Wow. You know, this digital thing, it's crazy. (laughs) I I almost went analog, but I I stopped myself. (laughs) Joe, how you doing, pal? Have you had a good week? I had a really, really good week. Uh, just, just you know, one major announcement that really two things basically affected my life. But the Susie's video closed here. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's, there's no more little peeping booths. Oh, it was. Oh. You know, and it, 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 they actually had in there the the wall of shame. What is the wall of shame? I mean, if you do, first off, people, let me just tell you right now. Now you don't have to leave out. Take your porn home. Yeah. Come on. Take your porn home. You, you don't, I didn't ever understood that. You know, let's go somewhere and uh, enjoy our porn. Uh, in a, in a anyway, so if you were caught doing something, perhaps uh, narcotics or something like that. Maybe flogging uh, the dolphin. Yeah, or something like waxing the dolphin. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh, polishing the bishop. Choking the chicken. Yes, you know. yes. Then uh, you would, uh, uh, you, you, you would. They would take your picture, kick right. you out, and put in the wall of shame. And I was like, if I was to ever, which I was never there, but if I was, if I would go in every day and rip that thing off the wall. <laughs> my picture off. There's no way I'm staying on the wall of shame. Oh, uh, were they it, one of those like, places? I I never went to the that Susie's uh, in Sacramento. They had this place called the Video Clearance Center. And, yeah. and and they had a porn section in the back that would rival Susie's. They just didn't have the toys. Yeah, right, but, right. But, but when you would go into the porn section, they had these swinging wooden doors, and they were the loudest doors in the world. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, pervert yeah. alert, pervert yeah, alert. Yeah, right? that was always, especially, you know, they had a place here, Video Maniac, you know, and you go to your with your girlfriend, and you're looking for video or something, and, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming out of the Purbo uh, Saloon right yeah. now? Let me just drift back there. And you the, know. the video clearance center had this policy, which, by the way, I never followed. Uh, if you purchased, if you made, if you found a video you'd like, you had to put it in this black bag and then take that to the counter. Why? Why do I have to take the black bag? You've outed me with these goddamn doors. I know. I know. I'm all, but everybody already knows. That I'm a tier three sex offender now. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's like, I appreciate this. You know, but the thing is, and what put like Susie's out of business is, you know, it's everything online now. You know, I enjoyed the hands-on shopping experience. That's what, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't understand people that pay for pornography anymore. I think they're yeah. lost. Um, yeah, that's, it, it had to go anyway. That, and then uh, real quick. Uh, you know, uh, Jonah Hill is announced he's kind of stepping back due to his mental health. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And, what? you know, it, what it a reminded loss to me. the arts. What, what, what a loss to the He's, you know, he's actually had two Oscar nominations, but uh, I'm sure one was for, yeah, but what a, what a loss. Hey, let's say you and Seth Rogen team up and get high. What about that for a new movie? <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. they could tell us they're Jewish too. 
You, well, of course they will. Yeah, right. Thank you, Catherine Heigl, too. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, it made me think, you know, Arnie, that people don't understand the pressure put on people like you and I. The mental pressure yes. to constantly be on yes. to deliver. Always, know? always, always on. Yeah, you can't turn this off. No, I, mean, I don't know yeah. how. I, I just don't yeah. know how. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it, we are like doctorates of the, you know, uh, that's what she said. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. we're we're you to deliver. We we are uh, we are doctors of levity. That that would be my title. Would be a doctor of levity. And by the way, I'm still waiting on my honorary doctorate from any college in this country. <laughs> I'll take it. Right. Yeah. Oh, um, man, my commencement speech will be epic. <laughs> uh, we got college football starting, I think, what, next week, Joe? Is it next the week or the week after? The, the 28th. Because okay. the very first college football game of the season, which actually anybody out there listening, I am taking donations. It's the Nebraska Cornhuskers taking on the Northwestern Wildcats in Dublin, Ireland. Oh, yeah, because both those schools are known for their Irish heritage. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think they were supposed to play like uh, I don't even maybe it's Illinois or something, but somehow Northwestern, you know, got in there. And uh, Nebraska's got uh, you got a few Irish, but yeah, it's, it's kind of known for their. Uh, I think like there's the Norway, Sweden, up in that area. A lot of a lot of uh, uh, immigrants from that uh, part of the world in there. But yeah, let, let, let me ask you this: Would this be taking things too far if we had Grambling? and Southern play in, I don't know, Uganda? Would that be too far? Well, you, you know, you, you, folks, the, uh, the opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those <laughs> of the management. <laughs> you know, the, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if we'd be taking it too far, but, you know, uh, I, that, that would be... Yeah, well, I'd I watch the yeah, shit that's out probably, of that. That's probably, that's probably too much, you know. I'd watch the shit like, out of that. Uh, case a lion breaks over in the stadium and starts chasing people that'd be awesome <laughs> don't forget their bands they're completely out of control <laughs> hey uh all right so college football in a couple weeks i have to start with some good news personally for me i'm in a great mood and i even opened the door yesterday and hollered to the neighborhood hallelujah the rangers are going to be good again because they fired their gm john daniels Oh, I was so happy to see this yesterday. So now the Rangers, I saw, I saw that the, uh, yeah, they, they got rid of the, the, the manager, correct? Well, they got rid of the manager first because that guy was a slap dick. And then the the epitome of slap dicks, John Daniels, who has been a GM for the Rangers for 17 years. And everybody wants to give him all the credit for 20, what, uh, 2011 and tw- or 2012 and 2013. No. 2010 and 2011, the only two years the Rangers ever went went to the World Series. But see, there was a guy in the vice president's chair who finalized all the deals. His name was Nolan Ryan. And after the second World Series, the president of the team came to Nolan, the vice president team, and said, hey, you're doing a great job, but we're going to give you a co-vice president, and it's John Daniels. And Nolan's like, well, I I don't need a co-vice one. I'll just go ahead and leave. And, well... The Rangers have sucked ever since then. Yeah, yeah. You need a co, uh, a co. What you said, general manager? No, no. He was the co-vice president. John Daniels was the GM, right. and then they promoted him 
to co-vice president with Nolan Ryan, which was a load of shit. Yeah, because like that's like saying Nolan Ryan needs to change up, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Nolan Ryan doesn't know enough about the game that he played for 30 years and is probably the greatest living pitcher to ever play the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy was – would you rather hit – would you rather bat against Nolan Ryan or uh, Randy Johnson? Nolan – or Randy Johnson, because Randy Johnson didn't have a mean streak. Right. I'd rather hit off – I think Nolan, he's got a little more control. No, no, no. No, yeah, and that control uh, – he, he would buzz your ass back. If you were standing yeah. on the plate, he would buzz your ass – Randy Johnson, to me, didn't have the nutsack to do that. I put Nolan Ryan in the same ballpark as Bob Gibson. Guys that you yeah. didn't fuck with. Yeah, 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 no, you've seen some of the, 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 uh, the you know, chasing, charging the mound mm-hmm. uh, times. The Nolan Ryan did not screw around, man. No, and uh, if you have time and you can find it, Joe, I've seen the documentary. Uh, it's called Facing Nolan. It's amazing. It follows his entire career and everything he did. And, uh, look, I was lucky enough to be at his 5,000 strikeout game. I love Nolan Ryan. I think Nolan Ryan should have been the first player to ever go into the Hall of Fame with 100%. I I think it's stupid that there's one writer out there that votes against him. It's horse shit. Uh, But the good news is the Rangers now have – I have applied for the general manager job. And, and, And I have applied for the manager job. I don't know if I'll be getting a call, though. I, you know what? I, you know what? I'm only like five thousand points behind the FedEx leader right now, so <laughs> I think we both got a shot, bro. We just hang in there, just yeah. keep trying. Um. All right. So, have you been following? You and I seem to always talk about this live golf tour, and I don't know about you, but I, I've about had it with this. So, yeah. uh, I guess the the PGA had a players only meeting, and Tiger Woods came in there. And, and 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 he rallied the troops. What is he rallying the troops for? They're well, the PGA. You know, well, here's the thing. I, I, I said this a couple weeks ago. I actually said to some people, I said, I will guarantee you, I bet you the PGA got a hold of Tiger and said, Tiger, buddy, we need you right now, buddy. We need you to be our ambassador, to be our, you know, to, 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 to keep some guys home. Uh, you know, to, to just uh, we, you know, we can't lose everybody. Like we're, we're hemorrhaging. We need to keep the big guys, and uh, and I think that they didn't. Then I think Tiger, you know, just, I mean, what are you going to tell? Listen, I know forty million is a lot of money, but but uh, I got a guy that will take care of your parking ticket. Stay here, buddy. You know, <laughs> like uh, you know, but because that's the kind of money. But you know, Rory's probably going to stay. I'm sure Rory will stay. But yeah, because. I, I mean, I, they don't want to lose. You know, like we said, it's slowly not the, the, the USFL of golf, but you know, the, they keep going like they're going, and uh, it could be, you know, it could be a real battle with the PGA. But uh, I myself will uh, will go down uh, as a PGA only. My whole life. And, and here's the thing: I I'm not going to get involved in the stupid argument of the blood money for Saudi Arabia because nobody's bringing up blood money that the NBA spends in China or we right. do everywhere. Major corporations do business with Saudi Arabia all the time. This isn't about that. This is about a tradition. And, and golf, we, I, I'll say golf is probably the most traditional sport, and I would say tennis is probably second. When it comes to traditional things, and the PGA is tradition, and I have no problem with the PGA coming and saying, hey, if you want to play on the Live Tour, go play on the Live Tour, but you can't come back here. 
Yeah. You, you can't yeah. do that because you're taking money away from it. I used to have this thought because I hated this about Tiger. I think if you got a PGA card, I think the number one rule should be within a three-year time frame, you have to play every single tour event, including the, you know, the jack-off, you know, invitational. In three years, you don't have to play them every single year, but in that three-year time, you've had to play every single tournament. Right, right. And and, and, and I see what you're saying, but, you know, you couldn't do them all because – you know, there's a there's a couple of weeks where the the World Series of Golf or whatever uh, the match play is going, yeah. and those are the, those are the Tigers and the Rorys and stuff, and then the John Deere Classic, the other one with the guys that you know didn't qualify for that, so you couldn't do that. But uh, but yeah, but you know when you you talk about you know some of these guys struggle, they get their tour card. Oh, I got my tour card. I finished in the top 150 or or, or something, and. Uh, you know, and, and, and they, they just want to play everything. And then got tired. I just, let's see, what are we doing next Thursday? Uh, let's see, are we busy? You know, and he just dicks and chooses. But then again, you know, Tiger, of all the ways you can qualify, he like had every, he has every one. You know, you mm-hmm. got to finish in the top 150, or you got to, uh, you got to at least win an event, or you, you know, he had everyone. Uh, but I think you should, I think, I think that's a great way uh, to, uh, to help now with this new uh, LIV golf, uh, you know, tour. To, uh, to, you know, we need some guys out there. We need, when it's the Bushwhack Classic or whatever, mm-hmm. like, we need the big names out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, once in three years, like, I always think about the, the Barracuda in Reno. And and now think about how Truckee. much it, do what? Now move to Truckee, remember? I, yeah, I oh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but think about how much of a shot in the arm that tour, that event could get if a tiger were to play there or a Phil Mickelson in his heyday were to have played there. Uh, And and I I think that would be a a, a good thing for the PGA to do. And I understand the, the, the live tour, those guys want to get paid. They want to do their thing. Go ahead and do it, but you can't come back. Especially guys like Patrick Reed. Have you seen the story about Patrick Reed? No. Well, Patrick Reed, former masters champ, current LIV golf exhibition golfer Patrick Reed is now suing the golf channel and analyst Brandel Chambly for $750 million. You got his feelings hurt. What happened? Uh, in damages because Reed, according to the suit, feels like Chambly has been mean to him and hurt his career. Oh, well, you know, well then, I got a few lawsuits. I'm going to be in the billions after this. Uh, hey, look, a lot of people think that Patrick Reed has cheated in the past, and he's been caught cheating on tour, and he's been caught on camera cheating on tour. And Brandel Champ, look, Brandel Chambly is a piece of shit anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah, like boy, him at all anyway. He is not a Tiger guy, so he can go fuck off. But he's he an analyst. Chambly had a couple is already yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandel Chambly is all tall. He he's all hat, no cattle. That's how, that's how we would say it down here. Um, but this is just a lame attack at the PGA and the Golf Channel because the Golf Channel's not covering any of the LIV tour. Uh, look, hey, you want to play on that tour? Play on that tour. It, But you can't play on the other tour. That's the only yeah, rule. And, and you know what? You know, I mean – if you're a public figure like that, you know, and you 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 can tell you can say a hundred times over this guy's a horrible golfer. And you can tell him a horrible person. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? What was the uh, the spoken word? Is that the that's the slander? Correct. Yes. 
like slander, you know, unless you slander the guy, I mean, what, you know, but it's hard to slander somebody, you know, unless, you know, I mean, if you were to call him a known pig fucker or something like that, then I can get it. Exactly. Exactly. Hasn't come out of the closet yet. Right. Something something like like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then you then you got something to, to sue over. But when you know when you got oh, you got a horrible short game. That's it. I've had enough. <laughs> he's mean to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 daddy, daddy, he's mean to me. <laughs> I, yeah, work I on your short that. game then, Arnold. fuckface. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know what he. Yeah, that's so it's really uh, stupid. And to, uh, Joe, I've been slandered many times. Oh God, I live in a world full of slander about me. <laughs> the shit that I've done, allegedly. I mean, I'm amazed sometimes at some of the stories I hear about myself, and I just have to laugh. I mean, it used to upset me way back in the day when I was on the air, but I was like, "Fuck it, now you can say whatever you want about me. I don't give a shit. I know what's true and I know what's not true." Um, I thought about you this week, Joe, because I know that you're a Padres fan. Yes. And my heart broke for you this week when your superstar, Fernando Tatis Jr., got popped for PEDs and is suspended for 80 games. This coming after they get Juan Soto or, or Soto, whatever his first yeah. name is. Yeah. And I, 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 why? I don't understand the minds of professional athletes anymore. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, you know, you, you got a shot at the wild card. You just pick up some, some big-time muscle to help get you there. And, uh, and and you're doing this. I mean, and I told him, I said, don't you people, that is, don't you know the difference between a meth pipe and a crack pipe? For God's sake. You know, well, I mean, I mean, I would rather him do meth or, or crack than PEDs. Yeah, I know. What was he doing, too? What, what was he um, it, I don't know exactly. I know he was taking some sort of uh, performance-enhancing drug. And a yeah. lot of people, look, there's a lot of people that argue, oh, it's not going to help you hit the, the, hit the ball. Well, here's the thing. If you have the amazing hand-eye coordination that people like Fernando Tatis Jr. has, because he's an up-and-coming star, yeah, yeah. when you're stronger, that means you can swing the bat faster, which means – a ground ball that usually would get played up the middle by the shortstop is going to be by the shortstop before the shortstop can get there. Or a ball that would go normally 310 feet, you know, warning track power. Now, with the improved, in the increased bat speed, it goes 360 feet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, when they say like a game of inches, you know, it's a game of milliseconds, too. I mean, the bat speed, things like that. Uh, you know, just any type of advantage. And, and, and that game is so, uh, I mean, you see some of those major league shortstop plays or, you know, a d- double play. And just, just, there's nobody that's the best in the world can do that. And so, uh, you know, these guys look for the ultimate edge, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just because you always are looking over your shoulder, too. You know, you don't want to be the guy sure. who sat down and then Luke Garrett took over for you. You don't want to be Wally Pipp. Wally Pip, right. Exactly. You don't want to be Wally. If you don't know who Wally Pip is, Wally Pip was the first baseman who got hurt, and this fellow named Lou Gehrig came in and then played like a billion games. Yeah, Lou Gehrig never, never left. And of course, everybody's heard of Lou Gehrig. I mean, right. And that was because of the arterial sclerosis, I believe. Or, well, and um, he was a hell of a baseball player, too. Let's, oh, yeah, right. He did play baseball. One of the greatest uh, yeah. baseball me- movies ever is Pride of the Yankees, starring Gary Cooper. Phenomenal it's film. Is that, I think that's a black and white also, isn't it? Yeah. Did you know this fact about that movie? That Gary Cooper is right-handed. Lou Gehrig was left-handed. 
Gary Cooper could not hit left-handed. So do you know what they did? They filmed him hitting on the right side of the, the, the plate, and then they flipped the, the film. They put that, everything backwards to make it look like a left-handed player. So, Gary Cooper, that is amazing that you said that, because I wrote this down. You, you know, on YouTube, you watch these little things about, you know, Tiger's lifestyle or or uh, Larry Bird track soccer or whatever. And there's that one guy, the single voice, the, the Tiger was full of misinformation. But every time they showed him hitting the ball, they showed him hitting left-handed, Tiger. Really? Yeah, yeah. And wow. I just saw that the other day, and I thought, what is this? I go, boy, this is a, a credible source. They got Tiger hitting left-handed on every shot, and it was just, I, I thought that's so they flipped it around, but uh, uh, so, uh, but they had Gary Cooper uh, yeah. do the same thing. They just flipped it around, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it's amazing to watch and, and to think about it. Um, all right, we're done with sports today, unless you, do you have any other sports stories? Uh, no, let me see. I don't believe so. No, nothing. No. no. All right. Well, let's talk about it's back to school time. If you haven't noticed, just open your Facebook page and you'll see all the wonderful first day outfits of all these little fucking, you know, rat sniffing kids. So now right. we have the back to school essentials, um, but how you can save money online with back to school essentials. What was, when you were in school, because you're a little bit older than me, Joe, not much, but a little bit, what was the number one thing that you had to have when you went back to school? A fresh pair of kicks. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking supplies. Okay, supplies. I, I knew you were kind of thinking that, but I, I thought that right away. Too. Oh, but that, that's a good one there. You got to have that first day outfit. You gotta have the best picture, and no matter what, you know you you can have the Wally World underwear and stuff like that. Sure, but you know, and my mom was a single mom with three kids, and uh, you know, I, I always, as I got older, I realized what a lot of respect I had for what she, you know, she 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 had to uh, pinch every dime, but you, you, she always made she shelled out so we had a pair of Nikes or something, you know, when we went back to school, you know, we might have had, uh, you know. Everything else was, uh, you know, uh, it was new. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, she had to, she had to pitch every time. But she always makes sure we had a nice pair of kicks, you know, because kids, sure. kids are cruel in school, you know. Oh yeah, and those you kicks know. lasted all year long for people like you and I. Yeah, right. Right. I, I mean, we took care of those shoes like there's no tomorrow, because we knew, we knew we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna get another good pair. If we get, yeah, to, if no, we have yeah, to get yeah. another pair, we're getting the pro wings from the fucking grocery yeah. store. You, I don't know if you remember Jocks, Tom oh, yeah. McCann. Oh, yeah. look, look, we Tom McCann was fucking like you, like Neiman Marcus for me growing up. <laughs> I, li- I literally, I had years when I wore the Jocks, right? I literally had to buy shoes one year. My parents bought them for me from the fucking grocery store. Oh no! Oh, it's it was fucking horrible. Yeah, and I wanted yeah, to, that's... you know, I wanted to fit in with these kids. My grandmother, she bought me uh, this watch, and it looked like a swatch, but it wasn't. You remember swatches? Yeah, right. Uh, this was not a swatch. This was some kind of, you know, shitty that we bought at, like, Sears. Yeah. And I wore it to school, and kids looked at it, and they go, that's not a swatch. That's a Josh. That's a Japanese watch. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, I got hammered yeah. all the time until, like, my my junior and senior year in high school when I was paying for clothes. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm getting nice stuff now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have an incident like that myself. Uh, really good. You know, when, when it would snowed, I was at a Catholic school, grammar school, and when it snowed, the kids would have like the the, the, the snow boots were like those duck boots, you know, with yeah. like the vinyl and then the rubber. And yeah. And I had a pair of the rubber. You just pull them over your shoe. The rubber flicker. <laughs> so I go in. The, so I go in and I'm like, I got a bag. I go in the front of the school. It's a little flower, little flower here. And and, uh, and and I and I, and I take them off right in the front door and I put them in a bag and I stuff them under like the heater. You know, the wall heater. You know, whatever. And about halfway through the day, I'm in fourth grade, I think, or something like that. And somebody comes in, Joe Murphy, these are your boots. And just announced it. And I'm like, oh, you kid. But uh, builds character. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I was in 11th grade when I got my first pair of those duck boots or those. You know, like what you're talking about. I, the I got cool, them from the like, cool snow boots. Yeah, I mean, they were like, uh, oh, shit, I forget who made them. But, it, I mean, I got them from like a American Eagle Outfitters, and they were cool as shit, and I finally fit in, and I felt great about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my oh, rubber Jesus. was pulled over your shoes. They zipped up the front. Yeah, you know? I didn't <laughs> get that shit. No, sir, Bob. Yeah. No, that's that. Uh, yeah, it didn't last long, right? Now, but, uh, you know, it's funny. now, manufacturers such as Crayola are offering online deals, including fifty for spent fifteen percent for spending forty dollars. When did we ever? I I think my entire back to school supplies cost less than forty dollars. Well, Not yeah, just crayons. I mean, I'm talking about crapper keeper pencils erasers rulers protractors yeah, yeah. not to mention you, the book bag and goddamn, well, I, I did not get a john sport book bag no way yeah i didn't have a north face or whatever you know uh you know and that's the, the so your question it was the binder that also had the plastic thing in there that you could yeah. put yeah, you, you know, can put pictures that, in there. Your pencils and your ruler, your protractor, and, and your compass or whatever. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know why I have a compass, but uh, but uh, yeah, you know, that's the plastic thing. In there. Yeah, that was like the binder. I think was like the big deal you had to have for sure. Now, Some now, was your school big on uh, book covers? Yeah, like, like you had to, you had to protect the textbook for the next classes. Look, look, yeah. we couldn't even afford book covers. I was the kid in school who whose parents would fucking put the, 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 the book cover on the book, and it was made out of a paper grocery bag. That's what I did. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was waiting for you to finish. That's exactly what mine had to grow. You know, of course, by the end of the next couple of days, there's like a penis drawn on it, stuff <laughs> like that, you know. So, so yeah, but I used the, 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 the grocery bag also. Oh, yeah. It, it, that was the worst. I mean, you stood out like I, I stood out so bad growing up. I was like, I had to wear sweats to school most of the time because I hated tough skins. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, but I'm it's right. back to school saving tips here. Uh, backpacks and school supplies are unpacked at Chicago Public Schools Back to School giveaway. Boy, that's the last thing you want is a free backpack. Man, <laughs> yeah. you don't want that. Uh-uh. And now kids have to have clear backpacks, and they're jumping the price on those. I tell you what, it is it is costly to be a parent in today's world. It, it is, and the only guy that could get away with it was was like the 
you know, the, the stud athlete, yes. but his, fam, his family's core, you know, he comes and everybody, that, that's Jimmy Stevens, man. You know, he's, he's the, he's the linebacker and the, or the quarterback and the, whatever, if that was ever happening, you know, uh, where there was always, there was always one poor or two kids that didn't have money, but they were like great athletes in school and they could kind of get away with that. Uh, nobody's going to make fun of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, the free shit people get now are fucking nice. I'll take it. Okay. All right. I guess it is better. Well, back in our day, the free shit you didn't want. The free no, shit was no. clunky. Yeah. And uh, the other kids at lunch, because we had a year to make your lunch every day. It was like, we had, it was like a class of about 32, first through eighth grade. You know, they have a bag of Doritos. No, I had a sandwich bag with chips from a bigger bag in it. <laughs> Oh my God, that is so true. My dad, yeah. my dad used to pack my lunch for me, and I was—I've been a fat kid my whole life. And, and in eighth grade, my dad—he stumbled upon the grapefruit diet. Now, what the grapefruit diet is is that you eat, either eat a half a grapefruit or drink real grapefruit juice before your meal, and then you can eat, and the grapefruit juice helps break it down. It's all horseshit. But I was the yeah. only eighth grader to have grapefruit juice in one of those little cans. And we're talking about the real, <laughs> the ones that you could really taste the metal from. Yeah, right, right, oh, right. Oh, yeah. You, I undo my, my lunch from a paper sack at, that I had to bring home. Uh, and yeah, I bring yeah, this out. Like don't, don't go on trees. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, actually they do. But- so I would undo my lunch, and my lunch would be grapefruit juice, bam. And then the main course at lunchtime, my dad loved this combination. To this day, I run from it. My dad loved peanut butter and bologna sandwiches. I don't know why, but being the fat kid that I was, well, Arnie, you don't need all that bread. So I would have two pieces of bologna. And it would have peanut butter in the middle, and those would be in a bag. Wait, way to cut down on your starches, Jack Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. Didn't work at all. I didn't have Oreos. Hell, we thought yeah, tuxedos yeah, yeah, were good yeah. then. Yeah, that's. I mean, so, so like, like, like I said, they got the package of Doritos or the or the or the, or the Fritos or whatever. And I, mean, I got the the, the the lays out of the big bag into a sandwich bag. Then you know they got like pudding packs, you know, like snack oh. packs, whatever. I got a piece of chocolate cake wrapped up in plastic that was from, you know, Steve's birthday party last week or, or the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my dessert. And then the sandwich would be this, you know, nice ham and cheese on white bread, whatever. Nice uh, package. For my, you know, my mom, we had hamburgers the night before. When my mom makes a hamburger, it's practically round. Okay. So now I got this round ball of beef between two pieces of bread. That's my sandwich. You got a bell you pepper know. in that beef too, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but here's the thing. Now, I'll take my blood over any of those guys, right? You know, back then I was like, man, this is embarrassing. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this is the ghetto breakfast or, or, or lunch. You know, all the other kids have all the, this na- name brand stuff and all this. But uh, it's the same as, you know, but now I'm like, man, I'm like that big giant round ball of burger with, with the peppers in it, you know, mm-hmm. that sounds a lot better than yeah. uh you know, like but, when you're a kid, you always want to go to fast food. Now, you take a home-cooked meal anytime. Yeah, well, you and I differ there back in the day because I would not want to ship my father sent to school with me 
My mom. I didn't either then, but I didn't either then. But yeah. looking back, oh yeah, she was saying right. But looking back, I would. You still wouldn't want it today. My mom would put together these sandwiches. My mom was the craziest inventor of sandwiches, because we had we we finally by the time I was in ninth grade, and she didn't make my lunch very often because well she had a, a real job at Dr Pepper. By the way, my mother has a job at Dr Pepper. I never once took Dr Pepper to school ever. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. But, but, but she would have one of those, I guess they're like panini makers now, but you could grill all your sandwiches. And she would put bologna and ham in there, cream cheese, and then put like sandwich spread on that and cook it. And then it would send to school. And now I got this hard ass sandwich that was cooked <laughs> and all this shit. And I'd be like, come on, man. You guys are killing me. Did you did you consider your mom a good cook? My mom was a decent cook. My my father could grill. My my father could grill chicken and steak like nobody else. It, but everything else he tried to make was gross. My mom was an adventurous. She made goulash once, and I still don't know what the fuck was in that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, the one thing about my mom. She was a really that that was like, you know, from scratch, you know, stuff making cakes and. And and, and we were, there was always a, a good cook in our family. The, what about the, what about yeah. your grandmother? Was, you, was your grandmother a good cook? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, when you flour, you know, big bag of flour is the first thing out and stuff like that doesn't go down. Today. I think it's just uh, three minutes on one side, then put a slit in it, and then you know that's how people uh, cook today. But uh, yeah, my grandma was a great cook. We well, always always cook stuff. Everybody's grandmother is a great cook, except mine. And I love my grandmother more than anything. I kid you not. I'm going to tell you a story here, Joe. Um, we could not make fun of her cooking. It was so bad. She used to keep those biscuits. You know you know how you get the, uh, the biscuits in the grocery store? She yeah. would keep those in her freezer. And the yeast would freeze. And when you bake the fucking the biscuits, they come out like hockey pucks. So one time, Grandma was cooking for her husband, George. And this guy was not my grandfather. He was just a piece of shit. Okay. And uh, she made him chicken noodle soup from a can. It was Campbell's. And she she put the, the bowl in front of him, and he looked at it, and he looked up. My dad and I are sitting there, and he goes, Edna, there's no broth on this soup. Well, like I said, you never question her on her food. She right. says, oh, you want some broth? And as a kid, this is hand to God, Joe, I watch her. I'm watching her, and she goes into the trash can. She grabs the can of Campbell's soup that she has disposed of, and there's coffee grounds and shit in there, and she takes this thing up. She walks past us, goes into the bathroom. I do not hear the sink come on. She comes out, and she pours the, the, obviously it was toilet water. She poured the toilet water on the noodles and said, there's your goddamn broth. Mm. Not Wolfgang Puck. That's no. For sure. yeah, that was that. Yeah, wow. That's just a, somebody pissed her off. Oh, yeah. This is the same woman who, instead of washing her car, uh, at least bi monthly, she would go to a hardware store, buy royal blue house paint, and paint her car. <laughs> Everybody does that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now, now. When we went to school, well, you, you know, teachers and, and, and people, they used common sense. 
right? right? People use common sense. Let me ask you, how much common sense do you hear in this headline? A black parent files civil rights lawsuit against an L.A. school district after a cotton field was set up at an elementary school to teach students about slavery. So they were having children pick cotton at an L.A. school that was in a prominently, uh, predominantly African-American school district. Wow, who was the who was the mastermind? Who Walter White this back in the day? I mean, you know, like yeah, let's uh, an African American school, and let's you know, let's not you know teach them about uh, maybe agriculture or something. Maybe they, you can even use that as an excuse. But no, let's teach them about slavery. Set up a cotton field, and let's have all the black children out there picking cotton. You know, yeah. I mean, but, uh, how do you not see that? How do you not see that? That that's you know, I mean. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, if my kid went to that school, I'd be along with the black parents. I, I'd be upset with it. But I got to tell you, I would probably fall off the bleachers laughing as soon as I heard that. You put a cotton fi- a cotton field. I, I mean, were you offering fried chicken and watermelon also and, and yeah. purple drank? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, uh, Jesus. Yeah, that's, uh... You know, we were about to. We, you, you, we weren't, I mean, what next? We went, when's the news go up, for God's sake? That's ridiculous. I mean, it's just completely out of control. That's, I mean, and what state is this in? That was in LA. That was oh, in yeah, California. Oh, my God. That is, that is, you know, when you leave California, there's a sign that says leaving California and entering the USA. You know, so, you're like, so, I mean, for them, everything is so offensive. Everything's offensive. You know, you, you, uh, so for them to do that, just, that's just, crazy uh that, that somebody would think that you know i mean no pick up a copy of roots or something come on give me a freaking break well kale says did they have them singing songs too camp town ladies half mile long kids i'm gonna start the day with sweet low swing low chariot swing low. <laughs> i mean yeah uh, every um, every administrator at that school should be fired and kicked out of every educational system in the world. Yeah, I know. I, I, oh. I, that's as wrong. I've, never, I've, I've been turning me that wrong since the time I accidentally uh, 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 met, eye, met eyes with uh, Ellen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last story here. Now, this is something that I, I, I've been going off on this for a while. Now, once again, you and I, we're older. You know, Joe, I thought about this last night. And I want, I want to tell you something before I do this last story. And I'm being totally honest and, and, and truthful with you. Joe, you and I have known each other for almost 30 years. Do you realize that? Yeah, yeah. 30 yeah, years. Yeah, and yeah, and, and we've, we've both had ups and downs in our lives. You are right now on a great up, and I'm very proud of you. Joe, I just want to tell you, it is a privilege to have been your friend this long and continuing it. Well, thank you. And you know what? It's truly been uh, an honor, too, because, uh, you know, uh, you're someone, you know, there's a lot of stuff you talk about, and we're on the same page. We mm-hmm. really are on a lot of stuff. You know, we're like, you know, we're, we're God's bearing. We love this country, support the military, uh, you know, uh, guys. And uh, I, I, I remember when, I remember when, I, I believe we were in the restroom at Lotus Radio. 
as we had both occupied a stall at the time. And I remember you saying, I'm smelling what you're cooking or something over there. It's <laughs> something to me. You know, and then you ask me, Joe, why do you do it? And of course, I always think I do it for the kids, you know. So it was like, uh, and I still remember that day. I, I remember the the Hooters, I believe, where we met. Oh yeah, I remember. I, I I can remember that vividly. We were. I was sitting at the bar like I always did. You came in and you were sitting at a table. I think you were sitting at the Nevada shaped table they had, and you were sitting there, and I could hear you. And we were watching college football. And you kept talking about Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska's great. And this is back when Nebraska was really, really good. And in the early 90s, I yeah. graduated in 88, so go ahead. Yeah. And I turn around and I said, man, you need to shut up about Nebraska. And you and I started going back and forth. And I go, yeah, but you can't win a fucking bowl game. And that shut you down for a little bit because I had I you. I had you. I yeah, you did. You did. And, and and that's so funny. I think I watched like the 94 Orange Bowl against Miami the other day because uh, you know when I want to get emotional I, I watched Tom oh. Osborne first guest the championship but uh, oh, you know, it's dude, I watched the Longhorn Network just to feel good about myself <laughs> I watched Women's Bowling from Lincoln you know that's <laughs> to feel good and, and, and what's crazy you will not believe that the Hooters what the name of the restaurant is the same building that is now it was Hooters oh it, it's, it's uh, the, the Lucky Beaver the Lucky Beaver yeah, yeah there we go that's well, you want to talk about a place that's got overrated food. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, – it's not Ruth's Chris, okay, people? No. Let's back it up. Right. And, and it's, it's totally uh, – the Lucky Beaver. That just makes me – I don't understand either. There's a strip club called the Mint Hippo or something. What is, what is, <laughs> the Spearmint Rhino. Hippo? The Spearmint Rhino. I've been to the one in Vegas – or in, in L.A. Spearmint Now there's the Peppermint Hippo. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Yeah, they have a, it's, like, yeah. it's the one by the airport, you know, yeah. the classy one. Well, shit, they have a spearmint rhino now in my hometown of Garland. I almost drove off the freeway when I saw that. I was like, what? A strip club in Garland? Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know, and the, when you... You know, when you're successful and you can buy your mom a home and stuff, she's still not happy that you have a chain of strip clubs. You right, know, and, and you name it after her favorite animal, the spearmint rhino. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, you and I grew up at a time when zoos were cool, SeaWorld was cool, circuses were cool, and now it's our generation that has gone to put this in the next generation and the generations after it had, that circuses, rodeos, zoos, and SeaWorld are all terrible, awful places. Yeah, I know. It just, it, you know, one thing I always say, you know, and, you know, even in the Bible, you know, we're supposed to uh, control the animals, not the animals control us the other way around, like a, like a planet of the apes. Thing. And it's just like people are just... They just, I mean, you know, you know, oh gosh, how did dogs brush their teeth before you came along? Right. You know, or, you know, or uh, the things they do. It's like I tell people that a friend of mine got a little, uh, the dog that sits past was fat. We put down a little Boston Terrier. And I said, they could drop all four of us in the middle of nowhere. And that little fucker will outlive us by about a month. I sure. swear to God. Because that's just, that's how they're built, you know. And, and uh, just, but this, this, this mistreatment to animals. Uh, yeah, it was the Sea World, like you said, the rodeo. The, yeah. I can't believe the rodeo is still really big here in Reno, but it gets its share of protesters. And uh, it's just that cancel culture thing. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring this story up is because 
the Vancouver Zoo has uh, suffered some vandalism. Now, this might not be a big deal to a lot of people, but it is to me because when I hear this word, it's scare. Are these words put together? A hole was deliberately cut into one of the enclosures. And now the city of Vancouver is looking for a pack of wolves. <laughs> pack of wolves. Hey, now, yeah, that's just great. And, and this has been Vancouver, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it's a pack yeah. of wolves. Wolves <laughs> yeah, don't fuck not, around. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, uh, that's not going to be good. Hey, the wolf pack's coming. Oh, we beat this guy back here. We should be okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just a pack of wolves. Uh, it, roaming, I mean, what is this, Madagascar? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, like, like, if you want to cut the giraffes out, that's fine. They'll be easy it, to spot. Right, But right. wolves? Why didn't you cut the tiger enclosure and the, the, yeah. the fucking gorilla one, too? One bear we can handle, but yeah. a pack of wolves? Yeah. Fucking Dude. Christ, a pack that... of wolves is on the loose. <laughs> oh, man. There's a couple chihuahuas that God rest their soul today. Uh, Shit, there's but, probably uh, a couple goddamn people in Vancouver, God rest their souls today. We're talking about wolves. <laughs> well, they hunt as a team, for yes. God's sake. Yeah, don't look him in why, the eye. If you look the leader you in the there, eye. Why didn't you let the hyenas go too? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not everybody has Liam Neeson on their side to take down Pax Wolves. Yeah, that is, that is crazy. You know, these people in California which had a monkey. It's like a chimpanzee or whatever. And, and you, know, you, you can't have it. It's an exotic animal. But there is, a, you know, a refuge, what do you call it, sanctuary yeah. nearby. And you can visit it. So they, they, they would go visit it. Like two female monkeys got out when they were visiting their monkeys. They ripped the guy's face off. They, oh, yeah. and, well, monkey, this is a little monkey. They ripped his face, ripped his arm off, ripped his scrotum off. Oh yeah, uh, you know, they yeah, bit his face. Like, no, no, no. You have this story uh, a little twisted. No, no, no. This guy and his wife owned a ch- uh, a, a chimpanzee, just like okay. Michael Jackson did, right? And once what? they start to get older, they start to you know develop their sexual stuff like this. The the chimpanzee ripped out the guy's eyes, tore off his scrotum, bit off a finger, right? And then they took it to the sanctu- annual sanctuary, and the guy went and visited it. Oh, fuck that. Uh-uh, let me just tell you something. Let, let me put a warning out to all the chimpanzees out there. If by chance you take my eye, my scrotum, yeah. and a finger from me, if you see me walk into that sanctuary, you better hide behind every yeah, goddamn yeah, monkey because yeah. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to yeah. blow your ass away. You yeah, ripped off my nuts. Just, I'm taking your life. I mean, this isn't this is a dead man walking with Susan Sarandon visiting, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Sean Penn. Yeah. You know, a, yeah, this is, you know, this is, this, this thing, you know, if, if the dog bites you, they'll put it down. If, uh, you know, uh, this guy <laughs> just injures you, almost kills you, and you still feel the love. Oh, oh no, yeah. Hey, hey, monkey, does this smell like chloroform? I'm going to tie it up <laughs> yeah. like in that fucking movie Law Abiding Citizen, and I'm going to fucking do my worst to that goddamn thing. Or take him and throw Don't let the pack of wolves out. Throw the monkey in there with a pack of wolves. There you go. I love, ooh, ooh, animal fights. Man, you and I could be commissioners of that league. 
That would be great. Oh, I, man, like a gorilla versus a – we'll, we'll put a gorilla versus a giraffe in round one. A gorilla versus – wow. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that's a great idea. We'll, we'll, see, we'll, get, we'll do it like the NCAA game. tournament. Like gorillas, tigers, um, uh, uh, like alligators. Those are all number one seeds, like in the scale of toughness. And yeah, then, and, yeah. and then the, you can fill in the rest. But yeah, like the first round, yeah, the the, the alligator gets a, a deer. Yeah. Who wins? Oh, ouch! Yeah, the sixteenth seed deer versus <laughs> the sixteenth seed the sheep, you know, versus the, <laughs> the number one contender, the the, the yeah. deal, you know, monster, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like the Vince McMahon of yeah. animal fight. Let me tell you something, mean Gene. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right. Joe. Joe, well, we're gonna. I'm gonna let you go, buddy. We we've now talked about starting a, a fight club for animals. I think we've gone too far today. Well, uh, it's it's gonna. I bet you it goes way better than the cotton field in LA. <laughs> I'm going that right now. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, Joe. Thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate yeah. it. We will talk to you next week, my friend. Thanks, buddy. All right. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. And, of course, I would never start a, quote, unquote, a fight fight club with animals. Or maybe I might. I don't know. Girl, you'll be your woman soon. Love so much, can't count all the ways I'd die for you, girl. And all they can say is... Not your kind They never get tired of putting me down And I never know when I come around What I'm gonna find Don't let them make up your mind Don't you know, girl You'll be a woman soon Please Come take my hand 
take my
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, good looking out, Zach. Appreciate this. Breaking news this morning. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has been suspended for the first 11 games of the season and now fined $5 million after a settlement between the NFL and the NFL Players Association. The NFL saying, hey, we don't want you to go to hookers and get shaken down. After Bradley last week kind of explained his theory on this, I, I thought about it. Now, now, here's the difference. When you're the quarterback of an NFL team, like it or not, most likely you're the face of that team. Or at some time, you will be the face of that team. That means you're one of 32 faces that represent a multi-billion dollar corporation, the NFL. And if you get busted, getting shaken down by hookers, who claim you assaulted them, yet no assault was found, you're going to get suspended. He was originally going to be suspended for the first, what, six games of the season, fined about $350,000. This is, I, I think this is a reasonable fine. 11 games, not the entire season. $5 million. He was projected to make $46 million next season. This will not bother him. Uh, v. Coop says Kaepernick's checking his phone every 30 seconds waiting for the call. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see what happens now, but uh, thank you, Zach, for letting me know that just broke. Scott says, I was thinking you could use all the animals from college mascots in your fight club, but what about have a Mount Rushmore of college mascots? You could break it up by divisions and have finals brackets with all four Mount Rushmore winners. Not a bad idea. Here's the problem. Number one, I am not going to be objective. I, I Look, I, 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 I'm weak. Ask family, I am weak. When it comes to this time of year, that first Saturday, I am in such a great mood. I go out and I get breakfast. I used to go to Panera, but now the Paneras here suck. So I don't go there, and that's why we haven't had a good season since then. But I get excited, and I, I tell you this right now, there is no way I could be objective when this team play it is up. I'm just going to say right now, the Mount Rushmore of college football mascots would be, the face would be Bevo. The rest of them, uh, uh, maybe the, the Wolverines I'd put in there. Definitely not a, a, a Tide. No Tigers, there are too many of those. No Bears. Need something that stands out. I believe the Akron Zips would somehow be in there. And if you have a kangaroo for your mascot, that is the fourth one. That will be on the Mount Rushmore of mascots. There you go. <laughs> the face of Bevo and the rest of the mountain isn't there, period. That's what Ogre said. I agree with that.
Uh, trade Jimmy G to Cleveland now. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with Cleveland on this. This is going to be fun to watch. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Getting back to the show here in our last segment of the day. Residents of Portland, Oregon are selling their homes and moving. Now, now they're not selling their homes. Ooh, Gamecocks. They suck, so I can put them on there. Uh, they're, they're moving, not because of the terrible weather in Portland all the time. And I know all you rainy people are like, oh, I love the rain. Well, I hate the rain. So they ain't moving because of that. No, it's due to all the homeless encampments right outside their front doors. And let me just say, surprise, surprise, surprise. Back up. Uh, people in Portland are upset at homeless camps outside of their homes? Golly! Uh, you don't say. Man, poor Amari Cooper, huh? Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Amari. Way to leave the Cowboys. Oh, by the way, if the Dallas Cowboys sign Antonio Brown, I will not watch a game this season. I love the rain. It's uh, in its appropriate season. Yes, Portland, it rains there all the time. Uh, residents of North Portland said at least three families on one street have left already. Boy, property values there. <laughs> I would say the migration to the suburbs I've seen quite a bit in the last two years, a real estate agent said. Most people don't want to have to worry if they can leave their car parked in the driveway overnight without maybe having it broken into. Look, 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 look. This is because everybody's got now this. Everybody wants to throw in, well, there's homeless veterans in there. And I'm one of those people. And I got to say, enough's enough. I, I'm looking at a street right now. Here, look, look at this. This is an affluent neighborhood in Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon is a big city. Look at the tents lined up in the city. You can't park on the street. If you got friends coming over for a party, I'd be like, no, sorry, I ain't going to do it. I don't want to walk through bum shit. My sister-in-law moved to Portland a year ago. I love her, but she's one of those woke-brained retards and says it's not a problem even though there's issues like this you're talking about. Uh, Zach said in, in a tax day, Portland, you get what you voted for. It's true. You got it. And maybe these people didn't vote for it. Maybe these people were opposed to it, and that's why they're moving. But slowly, the, the greater Northwest, and I lived in Seattle for a while, and that is where the original Skid Row was, not the band, the actual term Skid Row, started in Seattle. And it had to do with logging companies and all this kind of... It, it, it's a, a well-contrived story. I don't understand people who, who would work so hard to live the American dream to buy a home in a good neighborhood where their kids can go to a good school and be okay with the entire front of the neighborhood covered in homeless tents and encampments. 
You might say, I have no feelings. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a terrible person. I'm like Darth Vader on this. Yeah, I am. I am. because this, 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 is, this is awful. And even the people in Portland don't deserve this. Seattle is the same way. It's like there's a, there's a corridor that runs between L.A. and Seattle. And the homeless just migrate up and down that. And right now, Portland's the friendliest place to bums. So they're all going to go there. Until finally enough people say enough is enough and they sweep them out of the neighborhood into another thing because there's no solution. Cities have no solutions for this. Their solution is to push them out of the city. Hashtag Salt Lake City Olympic Games Mitt Romney. Look it up. Seattle hasn't been the same since Fraser Crane went off the air. I think a new game should be played. We'll call it Burn Camp Bowling, Bum Camp Bowling, and your vehicle is the bowling ball. Oh, I see this, and I just, yeah, part of me goes, yeah, you get you get what you deserve, Portland, but I, the people, you don't, though. This is awful. This is this is the epitome of give an inch, take 58 miles. Something needs to be done. I don't know what needs to be done. I'm not homeless, never was, knock on wood. Even though my parents had hard times and we struggled, we ate canned goods without labels on it, but we were never homeless. And my dad and mom were proud of that fact. These people that set these, there are people out there that are proud to be homeless. And it's sad, and some of them, look, look, they all have stories. Everybody has a story. You know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the kids. Because a lot of these kids, a lot of these homeless kids, they don't have a choice. Their parents make all the decisions, so they're living in a homeless shelter. Well, guess what? Kids between the age of, like, I, I think it's 8 and 17, they can't live in the homeless, uh, like, shelters. Because of the predators in there. So they're sent out on their own at eight. What are those kids supposed to do? Uh, I don't feel bad for Portland. These assholes voted for this shit. They can lay in it. And, And sadly, that's what they're going to have to do. Because there is no easy fix in sight. If you want to fix that problem, you are going to be called every bad name in the book. And and politicians... They don't like that. They don't like the name calling. They don't like to be name called. They like to name call people. Uh, Legalize drugs and all of a sudden homeless everywhere? You don't say. I know, right? Isn't that weird how that works? I mean, if only, if only someone would have said that. Oh, wait a second. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! Mm -hmm. A big bag of shit! (laughs) I'm the greatest man! In the world! Yeah, you legalize hard drugs like cocaine and heroin, fentanyl, all that shit, and bad things happen in your city. Who said that? Um, I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. There you go. Hey, Portland, you reap what you sow. See, the people I feel bad for, Alicia 
are the people that opposed all these things that passed that give homeless all these new quote-unquote rights. I mean, if they voted on it, and it, and I know it wasn't 100% of Portland voted for this. I think of that 20 or 30% that's just sitting there going, what the fuck are we supposed to do? How about we run uh, uh, psych facilities uh, that are locked down? You know, the ones that used to be up and running before Reagan took their funding away. Hey, I'm okay with that. I'm great with that. I wish we had more people thinking that way. Uh, If they're mentally ill, put them in hospitals and keep them locked up. I'd gladly give a portion of my paycheck and taxes for that. All the retards who still retreat the whole myth about Reagan closing the mental hospitals haven't done a fucking thing to convince their congressional representatives and senators to make that a bill. (laughs) Zach said, maybe future president contender Liz Cheney has ideas. Yeah, she she just wants to sleep with all the women. Uh, did I say that? I mean, uh, she's not even the le- is she the lesbian daughter of the yes. I don't know. But look, look, look. Enough of that. We're in the last break of the show. We're supposed to be having fun. Let's have some fun. Uh oh. Uh oh. You hear this music? You know it's teacher sex time. But it's bonus teacher sex time. Why? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oof. (laughs) 31-year-old teacher Kelly Simpson, who, by the way, It's resorting back to decent to almost hot teachers. Was arrested. After a missing teenager was located not only inside her home, but inside her, if you know what I mean. Of course you know what I mean. We're doing teacher sex here. She was placed under arrest for interfering with the custody of a minor. She picked up the teen boy from an unknown location, concealed him inside her home while knowing he was reported missing. Authorities sent out the reminder to any person who has knowledge, and uh, I do believe the hoop de doop de was going on. You got to love it. You got to love it. Oh, you just have to. That just puts a smile on my face that another young man was ushered into manhood by one of these fantastic teachers, getting him ready for the real world where he will be idolized. Uh, I saw this story the other day, and I was just like, well, this is sad. It's also, you know, kind of funny. Kind of get This is that you, you get what you ask for. World champion uh, skier and mountaineer, what's this gal's name? Uh, Double gold medalist, god damn her name. Oh, son of a bitch. Her name is Adele Munoz. No, not, it's not that, no. No. Hello. Yes, yes, I wish this was you. It's me. Yeah. I was wondering no. if after all these years you'd like to me Only on a 10,000 foot mountain. No. 
What are you doing? Everything. Shut up. Um, she was out there, you know, climbing mountains, doing her thing. Probably yodeling. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know how all that works because I'm not really outdoorsy. Um, but, yeah, she got to the peak of a mountain and, well, fell. No, she, she didn't trip over, so she, she fell off the mountain. Uh, her friend was with her, an unnamed friend. Uh, she fell, too. They were on the Alpine's Peak route to Ajoule du Pigigny. I guess it's French. Uh, they were more than 10,000 feet up traveling. Um, they don't know what caused the fall. Miss Malos, who grew up in the Alps, won a gold medal uh, in team sprint ski mountaineering at the Winter Military World Games in Sochi five years ago. She retired but still loved climbing shit. Boy, that has got to suck. You think you are the best mountain climber in the world and you fall off. Yeah, that's how it's pronounced for sure. I appreciate that. You know, I, I, I never had any lessons in French. So there you go. You're welcome. Uh, the Howmighton Gendarme Platoon spokesman said the High Mountains have become more dangerous with the drought. You know, here, here's real, 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 real quick. Just real quick. Uh, the High Mountains... They don't need anything else to help them to be dangerous. You see, because one false step and... When she fell, people's reaction were, aww. Hers was, ah. Wow. That is a, uh, that is a, a tragic story. But this is why, once again, once again, nature, not your friend. Zach says every athlete has a downfall. Hey, now. Hey, now. Was she watching the Hank Williams Jr. story? I mean, Jesus. Oh, gosh. Uh, I got to thank Braddy Kid for this story. She found this yesterday. And, oh, God damn it. God damn it. On the Independent in UK, too, I got to I gotta pay for this fucking website. Hold on a second here. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can. Oh, there we go. No, CBS News. No, that ain't it. Daily Mail. There we go. Daily Mail won't charge me because they're good people. All right. So this death row inmate who killed his girlfriend 28 years ago was sentenced to death. He's 50 years old. He was put to death at 6 p.m. Joe Nathan James Jr. Uh, He was convicted and sentenced to death in 1994 for the shooting of uh, Faith Hall, his girlfriend, in Birmingham, Alabama. Media and witnesses were uh, not transported to the Atmore, Alabama facility until 6.30. 
and sat waiting there till 9 because when you have an execution, you have to have witnesses. Well, problem is, is that um, the inmate was subjected to three hours of pain during his execution. The longest recorded lethal injection process in U.S. history. I guess they are trying new cocktails out because th- this is this is one of these funny stories. And, and, and he's an inmate, so I really don't care. He murdered somebody, and he's going to die a terrible death. Well, pa, cry me a fucking river. Cowboys girl, it's all right. You went out. You're a little hungover. No worries. No worries. Welcome. Um... Evaluations of the autopsy revealed that officials unsuccessfully tried for more than three hours to insert an IV line. So they, they, they couldn't find a vein or something. But I got to tell you, a lot of these companies now that, that produce the drugs that, that are used in lethal injections are saying, no, we don't want to be tied in with the death. There was a story out of uh, Las Vegas about four or five years ago, and I still don't know how it turned out. But the companies refused to sell the lethal ingredients to a prison. So they were trying to come up with other concoctions, and these other companies were saying, no, no, no. Let me just tell you this right now. Let me just tell you. If I own one of these companies... Oh, I would proudly wear that on my hat. We we kill inmates. That's what we do. Hell, that would be a lucrative business. I think it's fantastic. This guy had to suffer, and we're supposed to feel bad for it. And you're going to get all these anti-death penalty people come out and go, See? See, it's barbaric the way we treat these people. No, what's barbaric is murdering someone that loves you. That's barbaric. The story down in Vegas was is that the inmate didn't give a shit. He killed and dismembered people and put their bodies in suitcases and then threw them away like garbage. He wanted any kind of drug to kill him. He was ready to go. He went. He 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 surpassed or he uh, he passed on his. Three uh, appeals that are given to you, and they still wouldn't execute him. Fuck, if I was a guard, I'd accidentally shoot him in the head 58 times. There you go, he's done. Luger says, why can't we send his death row inmates to one, get shit-faced drunk, and two, push them off a tall building so they have no idea what's going on, Three, it's entertaining for TV. Hey, if we're going to put this on TV, we might as well include the animals that we're going to be fighting one another. You put a death row inmate in there against, I don't know, a hippo? Hippo wins every single time. How about this? We do like the running man used to do. You remember that movie? So you, you, you take the death row inmate, you put him in a cage with, I don't know, a tiger. And he doesn't get any weapons because the the tiger doesn't have any weapons. The tiger is a weapon. And if he can outlast the tiger, then then he doesn't have to die. But I don't think he's going to do that. Once again, nature, not your friend. 
and, and put that shit on TV. Oh, I'm telling you, you get animals eating convicts, boy, that would be must-see TV. I, I got two words for you. Ratings juggernaut. What they need to do is create a shell company like they already do for tax reasons and create a new concoction specific for killing time. Yeah, amen. Death row hunger games on TV, taxpayer money saved. You put this on pay-per-view, I'm getting it. See, we could we we I'm thinking all kinds of great ideas today. We do a pay-per-view. Well, $79.99, $99.99 for HD. That's so stupid they do that shit. All right, so you pay for it, and you got a whole card. And, like, the main event is, like, the the worst person in, in, in death rows in America. And they're going up against, you know, you the you the viewer get to pick the animal. I'd want to see him in there either against a chimpanzee or an orangutan. I mean, gorillas are cool and everything, but orangutans are bad motherfuckers. You know, first of all, they're going to be throwing feces at him, and that's going to be awesome to see on TV. To where everybody in the world will be watching that, and they'll all be, where the hell is it? Boy, if I if I only knew where stuff was on my board. Feces! 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 You, you could yell that from the stands and the animal starts throwing it at them. Oh, man. Holy shit, it occurred to me. Why not get Alec Baldwin in a job as a prison guard or at least the guns from Rust and issue those death row guards? Problem solved. You're welcome, America. Suge Knight versus a grizzly bear. They're the same. Oh, man. That'd be awesome. And like when Suge Knight. <laughs> when Suge Knight is walking in. And and you know what? Hey, we're going to let these these prisoners feel good about themselves for, for a minute. And when Suge Knight comes walking in, we can have walk-up music. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, from Compton, California. One, two, three, and to the folks. Swing, 338 pounds. I give you Shook Night. So he gets in the ring, but when he's walking in, you ready for this? He's doused. With salmon parts and honey. Like when he walks through the curtain, it spills on him. And then we we introduced, you know, uh, Joey, the killer grizzly bear. And Joey, the grizzly bear, just fucks up Suge Knight. Oh, boy, I would pay for that in a second. Get that albino hairless chip. He's got a chip on his shoulder from being ostracized. It's going to be a primate slobber knocker. Oh, if they were to hire Jim Ross. Good God, he broke him in half, and I mean it this time. You imagine that? A silverback picking up like some 
pedophile murderer who's on death row and just snapping him over his knee. Hey, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, I've got ideas. They could wrestle crocodiles or sharks. Sharks, people, imagine how much awesome and potential for that shit. Oh, maybe that's the better one for Suge Knight. Because he's an inner city guy. And we all know that the laughable joke that black people can't really swim. Even though it's not true, they, they, they can't swim because they don't have the opportunity. There aren't a lot of pools. You put Suge Knight in, a, in, in, in water with floaties on. Of course, you cover him in chum. When he walks in, he, he gets that. He jumps in the water. And there's Willie, the great white. Oh, man, oh, man. I might start selling an energy drink that I could. The, the energy drink would be called. <laughs> when you're more thirsty than a hungry animal killing inmates. Drink. <laughs> drink Racha. <laughs> oh, man, this could go. This, this right here, this could go into my business ideas along with the home security. ABC, Arnie Beats Children, uh, the, the vegan meats. Oh, well, the headhunter job where I go and fire people. Yeah, oh, yeah, the TV show's called Nature's Not Your Friend. Yeah, trademark. Let's get on that. <laughs> Adios, familia. I'm going to piss myself if I laugh anymore. Well, thank you. That means I'm doing my job. Yeah, it took him three hours to kill this guy. Oh, my entire card of 10 matches will take three hours. So we have to feel bad for this guy that he suffered. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. I I just don't. If he did it, and, well, he was convicted of doing it, so there you go. Oh, man, that was funny. Oh, God. Oh. All right. Let's see. Um, Boy, this this is the pornography world coming to truth here, coming to life. Thirty-seven-year-old Marina Belshimova from Russia. Shocking. With that last name, I'm saying shocking. Um, Left her former husband, Alexei. Shocking Russian. She's 37. Alexei was 47. She left him for his son, Vladimir. I mean, could we be more stereotypical in the names? Are the moose and squirrel involved? She left her husband for his son, who, by the way, is expecting her second child with said son. And God damn it, they have a daughter, and her name is Olga. I'm sure the Slane family is happy about the suffering. Oh, I would hope so. His nickname is Vlad the Impaler. Had a girl get a motherfucking back by fucking his son. Uh, 
She's known him since he was seven. Calls him the most charming blue eyes in the world. Uh, She's a popular weight loss influencer in Russia. That means she's eating diet borscht. Announced her baby news online. And then she had to take a picture of her fat gut. Can we outlaw that? Can we just stop? I mean, I realize at the time it's empowering. It's great for the gals who are pregnant to take a picture of their gut. But like 15 years later, we don't want to see that. I I, I didn't need to see that. I'm about to go eat. I, I don't need to see that. She is without a doubt a groomer. Oh, yeah, you think? Uh, She helped raise this young man or groomed him since the age of seven. She's like, yeah. And she used to be married. Oh, she became a weight loss influencer because she was a pig before. I I mean, larger before. I'm sorry. Uh, Vladimir is not involved in the war in Ukraine due to medical exemption that keeps him from serving. Yes, Yes, the medical exemption is he turned his back on his father. I I, I mean, do, do you like, do you still send him Father's Day cards? Like, hey, Dad, happy Father's Day. Sorry I'm banging your wife. You just, I think it's a little strange. When does she go to bed? When the sun goes down. Holy All shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Her mother-in-law, there's a picture here, shocking again, her mother-in-law, Helga. Now, come on. I don't believe these are these people's names. Did you just, uh, did did the person writing this story open the big book of stereotypical Russian names? I mean, if it was a Middle Easterner, everybody would be named Muhammad. Don't, don't, don't. I don't want to get on the, all right, I'm on the roll now. Open the big book of stereotypical Asian names. Wang. Come on. <laughs> Daily Mail, you're better than that. The baby gets baptized in vodka. She warned, uh, get her husband when he played Elton John. Don't let your son go down on me. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Boy, that's tough. You know that dad gets clowned by all his friends. They're all sitting around. I, I don't know where they sit around in Russia. I guess bars. You know, in between, you know, shaking people down because they're everybody's a Russian mobster, according to this story. And, and drinking gallons of vodka while eating borscht. Hey, heard your son stole your wife. How does his dick taste? Oh, man. That's just too funny. That is just too funny. Oh, and now we got to take a trip. We, we we have to take a trip for our last story today. And, yep, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good because, no, we aren't going to the place we once were. We're going. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because. 
Dallas, Tennessee shit. Ain't no people are places we're seeing there. It's just a real bit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. All right. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. Just like having a CFO drop dead. That's tough stuff. <laughs> All right. This is a story about 33-year-old Rachel Dollard. You see, she was uh, her, her, her man, probably her baby daddy, Joshua Brown. Well, this is where I need that great sound effect of shocking. I just don't know where to get it. Um, was in prison. I know, I know, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that a guy in Tennessee is in prison? Well, he's serving an 11-year sentence on drug-related charges. Well, she wanted to go see her man. Probably her cousin, but hey, whatever. And during the visitation, the pair were seen kissing. Well, they were kissing, but something else was happening as well. She was passing a half an ounce of methamphetamine to him. Oh, my God. Uh, Mr. Brown swallowed the pellet of the half ounce of methamphetamine. And wouldn't you know it, dog on it, the bag opened in his stomach and flooded his system with a massive fatal dose of meth, and he died. Now, Rachel then was taken into custody. Oh, she's been charged with second-degree murder over the death of Brown. An introduction of contraband into a penal facility. Good Lord. Second-degree murder typically uh, relates to incidents considered to have been conducted with malice intent, but they are not thought to have been premeditated. Look, look, she knowingly passed this dude meth in prison. By the way, due 60 days in starts tonight. On A&E, I believe. A&E, that'll be $25 for that mention. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby, can you can you slip me some meth when you kiss me? Sure thing, baby. I'll bring it in in my hoo-ha, and then I'll put it in my mouth. <laughs> Only in Tennessee. Only in Tennessee would this happen. Yeah, she's in jail. She's going to be in prison for a long, 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 long time, and that is going to do it for us today. Thank you, Ask Family. We had some great stories. Then I tell you what, you know, we're coming back tomorrow. we got a show tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. 
if we have great stories again tomorrow, which I'm hoping we will, look, I'm just, I it's it's subject to what's out there. Uh, I'm hoping the stories are gold again because this week we have been blessed with amazing stories. So uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, as family, have a great Friday Eve, also known as Thursday, and adios. She knows she's holding someone who don't love her. She knows she's where you could have been She knows I turn to her because you turn me down And she knows when you're on my mind She opens up the door to heaven But when you're on my mind I can't go in And you come running through my mind And I let my memory chase you She knows when you're on my mind again Sometimes late at night I hear her crying She turns to me, but you won't let her in She knows the door is locked, but she keeps trying She knows when you're on my mind again
He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him. 